Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the games out of the best league in the state. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Now, let's send it to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for the call of the game. Here are Jeremy Otto and Chad Bush. Welcome, everyone, to Bishop Foley High School. It's the second game of the week for us right here on the Patriot. It's a neutral site game as well. This is the home field for the Loyola Bulldogs as they take on the Clintondale Dragons here in what's got to be one of the last games in the state here tonight. There was some 1 o'clock games and some other midday games, but not a whole lot of Saturdays at 7. And you won't see a whole lot of these going forward unless we get this kind of weather going forward. But I don't know if we're going to get that lucky. That's right. Hello again, buddy. How are you, Chariato? Glad to be with you. And, uh, yeah, it's a Saturday night because they couldn't play Saturday afternoon because there was a game here. Sure. Uh, between Madison Heights, Bishop Foley, who won, mm-hmm. uh, and they beat Detroit Central. And, and so now we have a, a twin bill double header, yeah. two for the price of one, as Ernie Harwell, your buddy, <laughs> used to say. And uh, this is a blast. Loyola in Division Seven mm-hmm. made a run, won it four years ago. John yeah. Callahan, head coach. John Callahan's gone. The new guy in town was coach of the year. Not bad. And this is a chance for Loyola to make a run in Division 7. They're going to run into Foley if they're fortunate to get by Clintondale. And, hey, look, it's no walk in the park. We're going to get to that later. But this is a chance for Loyola to get another title. Absolutely. So this is a fun ride, and I'm glad we're here. Loyola didn't play last week. They had a forfeit. Clintondale did, and they looked very sharp. So I'm excited for this matchup. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, you can't fault... You know, the system that was here because it had a lot of success. You saw a lot of championship appearances. But some of those appearances maybe could have became titles if they were a little bit more multifaceted. And they are that this year. I mean, you got four backs who can run the football. Those guys can also spread out and catch the football. And, oh, yeah, you got some other wide receivers who are just wide receivers. And you have a quarterback who can hurl it. I mean, it's it's not a fake you know, game manager, handed off type of guy. This is a guy that they like. Yeah, Kevin Rogers in his first year, as we talked about, coach of the year for a reason. He brought a system here, and he's got a system that's working, and it is throwing the football. 
And, oh, my gosh, the people at Loyola throwing the football, ooh, that's a sin. <laughs> that's a sin. That's like at Orchard Lake. That's a sin. Catholic Central, yeah. Yeah, well, old Catholic Central, but it's a similar transformation to the passing game and evolution. And Kevin Rogers, what a fresh breath of air. I mean, John Callahan, hey, give him credit. He's done wonderful. You got big shoes to fill. Kevin Rogers comes in here, and I tell you what, coach of the year, he deserves it. Um, and, and they get here by way of a forfeit. But, hey, they've had a nice season. You called the game at which they won here in big-time fashion on senior night, and that was a wallop of a win, 74-6 to over Romulus. So a potent passing attack, a very tough defensive lineman uh, that could be one of the best players in the Catholic League, uh, a nose guard and a defensive lineman that we'll talk about a lot in Derek Harmon. So many more to mention, but Loyola is a legit threat to carry home a Catholic League state championship in Division Seven, And I think it's interesting to see because you've seen some programs kind of transition from that multifaceted run game, two to three backs every down. And, yes, it works out for them in the end. I mean, you're seeing the benefits right now for Catholic Central. This is really the first year for them in kind of that transition phase with Dan Anderson and now Kevin Glenn this year really having successful in throwing the football. They haven't lost a game this year. Last year, they would have made the playoffs even with a 4-5 and five record given what the new format was supposed to be this year. Everybody's in because of COVID-19 in the shortened season. But all things considered, I think it's pretty impressive. And a guy you're carrying over, they knew he could throw the football last year. And, you know, Kevin Rogers definitely knew that coming in. But it's impressive to see him shift to a brand-new offense, still be very comfortable with it. And Kevin says as much, hey, look, he's world of a way ahead of what we thought he would be given that change. Yeah, and he is Anthony Garrett, the junior quarterback, who has a rifle of an arm and a guy that has really been a leader. And show that he can throw the football, doesn't need to run it, can if he, if he wants to, but he's got guys that around him can support him running the football. I mean, you said it, they've got guys that can do it all. Uh, carrying the loaf, and, and he's got support with, with Brockman. He's got Wright. He's got McDonald, who's probably their most complete back, and he's got some receivers. So a diverse offense, something here that you just have to smile if you're Loyola and you've watched all these years and the success on the ground. Now there's multiple weapons, <laughs> and they haven't lost that ground game. There's still some uh, formidable rushing attack in their arsenal. We'll talk about a little bit more of the personnel on both sides, get into what these two teams need to do with Chad's keys to the game, brought to you by Mitten Mortgage Lending a little bit later, and also talk about what we think we'll see here tonight from these two fine teams. It's the Dragons and the Bulldogs going at it in the district semifinal game here in the MHSAA. Right after this, here on the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union, and the Student Connection. Hey everyone, Mac Horvath here from Mitten Mortgage Lending and Boys Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child High School. At Mitten Mortgage, we offer some of the lowest rates in the area with no additional junk fees in your closing costs. Our bankers will be there every step of the way from the application to the closing table. Reach out to us today at 734-922-2252 or fill out an application at www.mittenloans.com apply or also check out our reviews on Google or Facebook. NMLS 1723481. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main Campus. 
we were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic University in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Hello, friends. This is Robert Dempster, host of The Positive Patriot. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's all that simple. Or just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. The CHSL Game of the Week continues next. Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015, AM 1400, The Patriot. Every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Bishop Foley, everyone. Jeremy Otto back alongside Chad Bush to bring you the call here tonight. Alex Westfall is our on-site engineer. Brian Bolesky back in our WDTK studios in Ferndale. It's Loyola and Clintondale in our second game of the week. Catholic Central and Novi doing battle yesterday. Let's take a look at some other scores around the Catholic High School League. Brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union, as always. Catholic Central with a Big time win. We talked about it a little bit with Luke Hammett before we came on air here today. 37 to nothing win over Novi. How about Oak Park and Greg Carter? Don't mm. count out a Greg Carter team. I understand they did have some eligibility issues there, and there have been some big additions going down the stretch to this season. They've defeated Gross Point South 35 to 27 in week one of the playoffs. That was a good Gross Point South team, four and two. Oh, yeah. Heading One of the best it. players in the state. Yeah, and then UD yesterday as well. UD is, you know, maybe not where they want to be in terms of all personnel. Their quarterback has been out for a few weeks, but still, I mean, those are Respectable two quality win. opponents considering you're 0 and 6. Yeah, <laughs> coming they, into the they playoffs, they had some guys out too. I think sure. And, and Greg Carter, comeback Carter, the comeback kid. I mean, he's <laughs> he's proven. Detroit Deportes, he's a Catholic leaguer at heart. And they did move up a division to the Mac Reds. I mean, you're playing mm-hmm. the best of the best there, too. So That's right. No all breaks. things considered, they're right where they want to be at this point, playing in a district final next week. Sterling Heights Parkway Christian losing big time to another undefeated team in Everest Collegiate. They're 8-0 and heading into next week. They'll take on the Shrine Knights, who are making a little run on another pretty shorthanded roster. I mean, you're rolling out there 14, 15, 16 guys at this point for Oscar Olenicek. It's been... Pretty, uh, pretty good. 28 to 18 win last night over Auburn Hills, Oakland Christian. That was a team that came in six and one. Yeah. And Shrine gets their sixth win of the year. And now it's Shrine that's going to run into another Catholic League team, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the Mountaineers. Yeah. Uh, of 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 Mount uh, 
Is it Mount Everest? No, I want to call them Mount Everest. It's Mount Ev- Clarkston. Mount Clarkston, that's right. So Everest and Shrine are going to play, run into each other eventually, right? And then here, if Loyola is fortunate to get past Clintondale, they'll run into a Catholic League person in right here, Bishop Foley. So interesting in 7 and 8, you know, you're going to knock out one of your brethren, which is almost a shame. Right. But, uh, hey, it speaks to this level in Catholic League and state championship potential. Other scores via your Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Brother Rice picking up a big win last night, 31-13 over Orchard Lake St. Mary's. Rice now 7-1 and one after what wasn't probably a proud performance versus Divine Child. The score speaks that, but they got to be frustrated the way that hammered out, and they showed that against Orchard Lake last night. I was at that game, mm-hmm. and it was a dominating Brother Rice run performance. Really? They ran a draw play that worked for 50 yards, 49 yards, just chunk run plays, and a Hail Mary at the end of the half, a heave where the safety came over the top and went to pick it off, missed it, touchdown. Brother Rice earned it. They dominated St. Mary's in every facet of the ball game. Good to, good, good for them. Congratulations. Big win for them. Jackson Lumen Christie got a win over Riverview. Gabriel Richard and Tom Michelson's team, they finished 6-2. and two. D. LaSalle, their second win against an east side team. First, Roseville, and now St. Clair Shores Lakeview. That was a 35-6 final. The Pilots now dead even on the record at 4-4. Four and four. They'll travel to Faceport here on next week. Today, we talked about Bishop Foley defeating Detroit Central. That was a high-scoring battle, 35-30, your final score in that one with the Ventures just squeaking it out, and they've come back. At the last second, in their last couple wins, certainly the better win of the two, you'd think, is that last game. So it's a matchup to look out for. Those are two teams that have not met, but anytime you get Catholic League versus Catholic League, anytime you get an opponent you've already faced before, that's not that case, but, you know, the other ones we talked about, it's mm-hmm. a little bit like, you know, especially in a football season that's shortened. Like, you know, you saw them not too long ago. It probably feels like yesterday. That can be dangerous. It can be. And Coach Bryan will have them ready. But, yeah, it's always – you know, you think about the Catholic League, and everybody knows everybody, and you've seen tape, obviously. But, hey, tendencies are out. Folks know who you are. Second time around, you'd rather play an outsider. I think you're right. Broadcast of today's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WDTK, the Patriot. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the dis- descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSAA and WDTK Detroit. Kind of getting into the meat of the personnel a little bit. We'll start with these two quarterbacks. It should be three quarterbacks, I guess, because they run a dual system on the other side. It's Tashawn Thetford and Chris Robinson for the Clintondale team. Thetford with 15 completions. Robinson only with one completion, but they've really liked how he's developed over the last couple weeks, and he's a senior that hasn't really played a whole lot the last couple years due to injury. So there's some, you know, shimmy-shake type action in the offense there if they can, you know, catch Loyola off balance. Yeah, and when you're throwing two different guys out there, there's different things you have to consider. Number one is the cadence. Sure. Set hit or set hit. You know, sometimes in a cadence when you get a jump or a little cheat or a half second as a defensive lineman, that means a lot. And, you want to key what our cadence is to make sure? <laughs> Ours are all hand signals, <laughs> and we'll go over those after our Punches? break here. No, <laughs> no we're not going to get physical tonight. <laughs> I like you too much. Uh, sometimes I'll grab you, though. You know that. But it's all in good fun. Clintondale is 
uh, you know, they're going to have a two-headed monster quarterback. Chris Robinson, a guy that's a little bit taller, a little bit thicker, but as you mentioned, hasn't played much. Started as a freshman, but he's been on the shelf with injury. Uh, but they like some of the things he can do. Guy that can run it a little bit better. Thedford, more of a thrower, smaller guy, but the guy they thought would be the starter full-time coming into the year, and he's like a coach in the field. They like his brains a lot. So you get a little things different of each, Robinson and Thedford, uh, for Clintondale under their head coach, Dave Schindler, who's been there, uh, you know, since Noah's Ark. He's in his 35th season at Clintondale, head coach for the last 16 years. He's done a very nice job. And Dave Schindler has led this program, uh, you know, to a 10-win season back in 2008, double digits also in 2003. They know how to win here. They've been in the playoffs now three times in the last four years. The one thing you wonder about this Loyola team and Anthony Garrett, yes, they've gotten a lot of practice reps, but let's put it, you know, in simple terms, they have not played two of the last three weeks heading into a game like this. That can certainly be a bit concerning. It's a bit weird because they prepare in both of those bye weeks, quote-unquote. They're not really bye weeks in the sense of, Mm -hmm. oh, you take a couple of days off of practice because they were preparing for their two opponents until Thursday. You know, cancellations for two different reasons. But if you're Loyola, you're itching to get on the field here tonight. Yeah, and and I'm interested to see, Jeremy, because there's two things that can happen. You're in a pass game now. It's a little bit more complex, and a lot of parts need to come together uh, a little bit more in precision and with with timing and rhythm. And when you're a run-oriented team like Loyola has been the previous 20 years of existence, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry for the non-exact number, uh, it's, it's fine, but now you're passing, and now you've got things you got to orchestrate. So will the layoff and the timing be off there? But good point. They weren't just sitting eating, you know, Captain Crunch <laughs> in their underoos. Right. They were preparing for an opponent up until game day when they said, ah, but you're not going to play us. We only have nine players. Sorry. And it's got to be a little extra frustrating knowing that you prepared, knowing that yeah. you went guns a-blazing in practice to try to – Get to know an offense, get to know a defense, get your game plan together, and all of a sudden your game is canceled. But I guess that is the world that these guys live in, and it will continue. I mean, we saw a big game canceled this week as, uh, you know, the number one team in the state or one of them, and Davison, the reigning state champion in Division One, they had a bye because mm. their game versus Rochester Adams was canceled due to COVID-19. We may just see a state yeah. champion crowned that way, which is going to be oh so sad, but it's it's the reality we live in, I guess, these days. It is. One thing to note, too, in the Clintondale matchup against the passing game of Loyola, their strong uh, asset uh, is the fact that Clintondale's coming off an opponent which threw the football mm-hmm. and threw it fairly well at times this year, sure. in which they just smoked in Gross Point University Liggett, yeah. a, f- a program that's not far from where you're from. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, I think Liggett might be a little down this year. Yeah. Okay, that's fair to say, but they were able to shut that passing attack down, and that's what Liggett lives on, right? And that was impressive due to the fact that they really hadn't seen much of that all year. I mean, Clintondale's opponents throughout the regular season in the division they play in, I mean, it's a lot of running. You see Marine City, Madison Heights, Madison, Marysville, Hazel Park, Fitzgerald, Grosseal. Those are primarily running teams, so they Mm -hmm. did some good things against a passing offense for sure. We're going to step aside, send it to the offices in East Lansing with John Johnson for this week in high school sports. After that, we'll come back with Chad's keys to the game. That and more coming up next right here on The Patriot. Here's John Johnson. Shining night. You make the call on a missed field goal and fantastic fours. 
It's all next on This Week in High School Sports. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. Last week, we introduced you to William Cooksey, the standout tennis player from Gross Point Woods University Liggett, who accomplished something a couple of weeks ago at the MHSAA Lower Peninsula Singles Tennis Finals that hadn't occurred in 60 years. He won a fourth straight number one single state title. Francisco Castillo of Hamtramck was the last Lower Peninsula player to reach turn four in 1960 and the third player to reach that plateau even then. Alex Oliver in 2019 from Marquette has been the only person to accomplish that feat in the Upper Peninsula. Cooksey is one of those high-level players who has cherished the high school experience. You know, I think I got a lot of good memories and experiences, but I think the main thing was team environment, becoming a leader, um, adopting that kind of role model role, and also I just had a bunch of buddies on the team, and it was just it was just a fun time. Cooksey led his Knights to a pair of MHSAA team titles in his career, and you can read more about William Cooksey on the second half page of the MHSAA website. Our second half game balls this week go out to Ethan Anderson of DeWitt, who scored two goals to lead his team to a regional boys soccer title last week against Riverview. It was the second regional title in school history for the Panthers, the last coming in 2001. And Emma Marabelli of Traverse City Christian, who had 26 kills in a two-cent victory for the Division IV fifth-ranked Sabres against second-ranked Leland. Back with more in a moment, you're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look into the fine art of officiating with Sam Davis. Let's get everyone in football game shape with the following you make the call. One team has a chance to kick a 50-yard field goal just before halftime. As the kicker approaches the ball being held at the 40-yard line, his plant leg slips and the kick comes up well short and wide as it rolls out of bounds at the 4-yard line. Under high school rules, where will the team that forced the bad kick next snap the ball? Believe it or not, under high school rules, missed field goals that roll out of bounds before reaching the goal line are treated just like a punt. The new offense will put the ball in play, first and ten, from the four-yard line. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSA website now to register. As you can figure out from our feature today on William Cooksey, our closer today would like to take a look at some of those others from that rare group which have won four titles. Maybe as daunting a task as four number one singles titles in tennis, which, by the way, has happened three times in girls' tennis, the first of which was by University Liggett's Don Martin in 1988, is being a four-time individual boys' cross-country titleist. That was first accomplished by Ryan Shea of Central Lake in 1996, followed by Austin Plotkin of Brimley just last year. There have been seven four-timers in the girls' cross-country finals, the most recent being Kirsten Alling of Breckenridge in 2013. To golf, where there has never been a four-time individual winner in the Lower Peninsula, but there has been three male and three female titleists from north of the bridge. 
Hunter Eichhorn of Kearney Nadeau in 2017 is the only four-time boys winner, and Paxton Johnson of Escanaba is the most recent girls winner in 2019. In skiing, there's been just one four-time giant slalom champion, Christy Salinen of West Iron County. And in gymnastics, Katie Aho of Escanaba is the only four-time all-around champion. At the other end of the spectrum is wrestling. When I came to the MHSAA in 1987, there had only been five four-time champions in the 40 years in which the tournament had been conducted. Now that number stands at 26, with the possibility of three more being added to the list this school year. Just a little fun history lesson for you today to close out the show. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. Hugh Hewitt highlights some good things to come out of election 2020. We did great. There was no blue wave. The president, as far as I saw, has fought to a draw against every media outlet, big tech, all the Democrats, a massive money disadvantage, and COVID. And the attempt by everyone to blame him for everything, and the American people were were not putting up with it. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400, WDTK, Detroit. The Salem Media Group, on the NASDAQ as SALM. It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the games out of the best league in the state. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Now, let's send it to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for the call of the game. Here are Jeremy Otto and Chad Bush. The Loyola Bulldogs and the Clintondale Dragons get ready to do battle here tonight as the Bulldogs will make a little grand entrance here from the left side of the field. They get a big blow-off Bulldog helmet. They got some smoke. They got some fireworks here. This is how they entered the last time against Renaissance. You got some guys doing backflips as well as they enter left to right in the middle of the field. That's pretty cool as... They get out onto the field and get pumped up for what's a big district semifinal game here on the Patriot, our seconds of the week. Now time for Chad Bush's keys to the game, presented by Mitten Mortgage Lending. You can land, They can help you land the keys to your new house. Contact them today for a pre-approval. What do you think today? I think for Loyola, it's take care of the football. You haven't played in a couple weeks. You haven't really played due to a forfeit, and you really need to take care of the football uh, they do a fine job of throwing it around with, with their big-arm quarterback, but but don't get too crazy now uh, uh, with Anthony Garrett. Let him make some comfortable throws, get him, get him loose, but don't take too many chances and, and take care of the football. On the other side, Clintondale, 
uh, needs to really control the run game. They need to control the run game. Keep this potent Loyola offense that put up 72 points earlier this year off the field. And, and they've got a couple guys that can do that with, with both quarterbacks. And, and, I, and Clintondale, it's definitely established the run. Uh, that's their top key. Talked about a little bit before we headed to this week in high school sports. Throwing was something that Clintondale experienced last week, but maybe not this dynamic and this deep of offense. Probably one of the deeper offenses right next to Catholic Central. I mean, we covered them last night, so we know all of what they have been so far this year. But this is a Loyola team looking to make a run in Division Seven, and they feel like they can go deep. Yeah, why not? I mean, this is a program that knows how to win. And they had the undefeated uh, championship season, of course, 14-0 back in 2014. As uh, we will step aside here for the national anthem, I believe. Back with the kick after this here on the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015, AM 1400, the Patriot. Every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, the Patriot. This is WDTK Detroit, the Patriot. This is Randy Brown with the Patriot Detroit, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 101.5 FM and AM 1400, you can also listen to us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK, the Patriot. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. There's more CHSL football action next. Have we gotten to the point where at some high school game that an official has finally had enough from coaches, players, and adults, pulls off the whistle, and offers it to you? Let's hope not. There's no way you could do a better job. It's on everyone to promote good sportsmanship. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Catholic Credit Union takes care of you and your money. Once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 21-22 academic year. Now it's in its fifth year. The Live It Show at Share It Scholarship Contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships with a grand prize of $6,000. Just six grand. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Jeremy Otto back alongside Chad Bush to bring you the call here tonight. There's still a purple haze over the field. They had some uh, 
fog come what out. What you know about it? the purple haze <laughs> coming out of Jimi Hendrix <laughs> and that axe he played? Look at that. It's, a little it's, purple haze, brother. I like that. It's kind of hovering over Jimi the left Hendrix. side of the field. <laughs> yeah, it is. You think Double B would ever play any Jimi Hendrix? He might. He might now. I'm, gonna... I'm, uh, there's nothing wrong with Huey Lewis, all right? <laughs> I love Huey Lewis. But a little Jimi Hendrix to jack us up, roll into the fourth <laughs> quarter. Nothing wrong with that. So Loyola gets the football first, my friend. They do. Trying to capitalize here. Kareem Harmon will kick it left to right. Clintondale in their base white uniforms with the dark blue numerals and the dark blue helmets with the yellow C on the helmet on the side as well. Loyola in their dark blue with the white numbers and the white stripe across the backside of the helmet. They will return this kick right to left to begin things, and they send back Foster and Jackson here. Foster's dangerous, great athlete. This kid, uh, you got to be careful if he gets it. They floated short, no surprise. Fielded at the 30-yard line there by Marquez Henderson, another guy they really like. He's across the 40-yard line and dashes up to the 45 on the near side, and that is where the Bulldogs will take over as we see the 6'2", 220-pound junior quarterback lead this offense out for the first time in a couple weeks. Own 45, great field position with a short kick. Clintondale really doing themselves a disservice with that kick. But, uh, yeah, chance to see Loyola, who starts the game with trips. Going to see this passing attack. Garrett in the gun. Trips right one to the near side. It's a low snap. Bobbled it, and it's picked up by Clintondale at the 35-yard line, saying thank you very much is the man that kicked it off. And Kareem Harmon, he makes a play after what could have been a mistake with great field position for them. Now inside Loyola territory at the 36. How about that? Makes up for his own mistake. He boots it short, comes right back, and Johnny on the spot. It was a bobbled low snap. And, again, when you haven't played, you miss a week, you're a little sloppy, you know, a poor snap. And the quarterback, usually, you know, this is something he can recover from. But sometimes you try to pick it up, make a play, instead of just pouncing on it, and you lose the football. Clintondale strikes with a fumble recovery. This is a dual system, as we talked about before. Thetford coming out first at quarterback. He turns around, looks like an option handoff to his left it's eight mikhail owens who receives it they like him but that's down for a two-yard loss behind the line of scrimmage at the 40 or make it 39 all over that loyola has a ferocious defensive line they are led up front by a guy that has really come on and he's their leader defensively it's their nose guard Derek Harmon. he's the heart and soul of their defense some other guys though that can help out Miles McFarland, a linebacker. You'll hear Tramble and Anderson as well uh, in the mix. And, and it's a potent defense for Loyola. It's been stingy. Did give up 45 points to Catholic Central, but don't trust those numbers. A little bit of trickeration there. Draws an offside mm. for Loyola. You had three or four guys on the line for Clintondale kind of spin around and move in position, including the quarterback. He nearly did a full 360 behind the line of scrimmage. That gains back the lost yardage. It's second and eight up to the 34-yard line on the far hash. What a man will do for five yards. <laughs> that was quite an act out a little there. little disco, huh? Yeah, a little 80s, early 80s, NYC. Two wide receivers in tight to the line. It's a little wildcat formation here. It's Jenkins who takes it to the right side. He is being pushed from behind the line of scrimmage in a positive direction. 
The Bulldogs trying to pull back. He's still on his feet and finally whistling that play dead. My goodness. Yeah, that's dangerous. Some pushing and shoving at the end of it as well. Not sure why they kept it going so long. It looks like they're going to call it no gain on the play. It's third and eight. I mean, I'm all for a nice long whistle till momentum has stopped, but I've never seen a play go that long. It stopped 10 seconds it's before like, that play ended I officially. Mean, you, yeah, you could have had a bag of chips, gone to the bathroom, wash your hands, and come back. That's ridiculous. Four down territory for Clintondale. They do not kick extra points. They do not kick field goals. Don't believe in it. God bless them. They'll go Wildcat again here, and the shotgun is Jenkins. He... Wants it. No, he's going to give it off instead to Owens. Owens turns the corner on the near side. He's just shy of the 30-yard line. He needed to get to around the 26 for a first down. So it's going to be a fourth and six. And you'd imagine they go for it, as Chad talked about here on the near sideline. Yeah, Coach Schindler just says, hey, we don't have a kicking uh, game that we're confident in. So we, we go for it. And so they knew they were in four-down territory, fourth and six. Uh, we have yet to see a, a pass. This may be that time to do it. Chris Robinson, the second quarterback, comes in. So we saw Thetford start the game in the shotgun. Now they've gone a couple wildcat snaps in a row to two separate guys. Yeah. They're trying to throw a bunch of things at Loyola here. Robinson has a stronger arm, and, and they like his height as well, a little bit taller. Fourth down and six. They scrimmage from the Loyola 34-yard line here. From the near hash, it's a sprint formation. Two wideouts left, one to the near side. Extra blocking tight end as well. Hit as he throws, sends it to the near corner, and draped on him nicely for an incomplete pass is Rashawn Wells. Intended in the corner for Dakaria Jenkins, who took that wildcat snap. Really got good job by Wells, the DB, to get back there. It's a turnover on downs as they take it back on their own 32 to the Bulldogs. Yeah, Loyola stands up. After the turnover, Loyola stands up, and that was just a fade route that Wells, as you mentioned, had great coverage. And that ball was overthrown. Loyola gets it back. No harm, no foul. So after the leadoff fumble on the very first play from scrimmage, the Bulldogs trying to recover. Garrett back out there, trips to his right. They want to keep it on the ground and grind out some yards. Flopping across the 35 up to the 36-yard line of play is right with the carry there. He gains five. Nice healthy gain. Wright's a guy they really trust in that backfield. Guy that's that power back, the dirty work guy, and uh, he's got a nice solid build on him. Boy, he looks jacked. He looks ready to run somebody over. <laughs> no doubt. He's ready to play after a week absence after the forfeit versus New Haven in the first round of the playoffs. Play action here, flipping it up in the air. That's intercepted at the 40-yard line. Great catch as well as he got twirled around midair. That's to Carl Henry, the young sophomore that's been called up and been making a huge impact at that very spot. Athletic play. First of all, it was well covered. It was double team. And then over the top, as you described, Henry, one of their better defenders, the sophomore, at 5-6, went up and high-pointed that thing. Wow, did he get up. Made a whale of an athletic catch. Interception. Two turnovers forced already by Clintondale in this game. Hey, they came to play, and they're riding the wave of the momentum and the win uh, last week over Liggett. Well, Henry and Bercy Gordon, two sophomores that started on the JV level, really only because they wanted to keep that JV team alive. They had low numbers, wanted to get those freshman JV reps. Knew they weren't ready for varsity, but that was their way to do it. 
as again they switch up three or four guys on the line moving over. It's a Wildcat snap taken left side here into the hands of Markale Owens again, and he's going to gain about one yard. Boy, I thought the triple option from Novi was hard to keep track of. This looks like a little even harder here tonight. <laughs> it is. Tough one to track, and that's their best back, Owens, guy that started for three years, and, and, and this is a stingy defensive front for Loyola, led by Big. Look at number 66 out there. Boy, is he a good-sized kid. They don't have him listed here, but Now, Harmon's 66, was 55. That's a good note to get. Beautiful. Chris Robinson back out there in the shotgun. He's one of the throwing quarterbacks. Two wide receivers on the near side, another man in motion to the far side, and we have a Loyola timeout. They're struggling two turnovers early on in this game, looking to capitalize on the second are the Clintondale Dragons here with 7.34 left to play in a scoreless game in the first quarter here on the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Second down and nine for Clintondale, fresh out of a Loyola timeout here. Thanks. 7.34 left to play here in this first quarter. We're still scoreless, trying to capitalize on the second turnover. Little play action keep by the keeper, that's Robinson, who uh, took that football and directly ran to his left after faking it to the running back. It's going to lose a yard or two. It's going to be third down and 11 back to the 41. Yeah, Miles McFarland in there, number 16, making a big play. And uh, I'll tell you what, also uh, Tramble in there. You're going to hear both those names quite a bit tonight, third and long. Clintondale not comfortable throwing the football, Jeremy. Interesting to see how they'll play this. Bunched up formation. They send two wide receivers to the right side of the line. Robinson back. Takes the shotgun snap, fades a short pass complete at the 45-yard line. He's going to spread into Loyola territory across midfield, stretch out the football, and they're going to give him that first down. That was a lucky spot there, and Loyola saying, whoa, wait a minute, we didn't think that uh, stretched far enough there. That's a wonderful play call. And Markel Owens, they got him on a screen to the left, brought Harmon, suckered that D-line in. And the quarterback floated it. Chris Robinson nicely, softly to their best player. Got him in space, and I thought he was short of the first down. I'll be honest. By about a half yard or so, uh, officials on the spot. Give him the first down. Move the chains. Impressive third and long conversion. He spotted on the 48 on the far hash as they're into Loyola territory. They move left to right here in a scoreless game with 6-17. Still left to play in the first quarter. Keeping it on the ground, it's Owens who takes a direct snap, and wow, he is bullied as his jersey is dragged down by Marquise Henderson. 
right at the line of scrimmage, and he just jockeyed him like a rag doll to the turf there for a loss of one in the end at the 49. Yeah, Henderson, the senior, a guy that's all over the field, and, and he's just saw a technique tackle get him low. Another loss. Negative play. Loyola's put Clintondale in a negative play situation. I have him for three plays for negative yards. And uh, you can see they're a headache up front. Well, if nothing else, if you're Clintondale here, the clock has been moving at a fairly decent clip yep. here in the first quarter, but you need to capitalize on the second turnover here in the first quarter already. Turned it over on downs on the Loyola 30 the last time around. They do not kick, as Chad mentioned earlier. Another Wildcat snap taken by Owens, and again, he is bullied to the ground for another big loss by Derek Harmon that time. The man wearing 66 here tonight instead of 56, showing why he's headed to Michigan State next year. Is he headed to state? Mm -hmm. Wow. He just threw him like a rag doll. You said that before. I'll say it again. That I took that out of your book, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we'll glue that thing back in because he did it again. And Harmon's a beast. He's headed to Michigan State. Well, I see why uh, they like him up there, and they've offered him. That's a big play, and, and he just uh, – they've moved him around this year too. Mm -hmm. I like that look, too. I, I like that strategy. Uh-huh. Move them around. Keep the offensive line guessing. Uh, smart job by the coach of the year out of the Catholic League, Kevin Rogers, in his first year. Third down and 16 now from their own 45-yard line. little reverse toss in the backfield. This might just work. His shot out of a cannon after he caught that football was Aaron Patterson. He's across midfield just barely in Loyola territory at the 49, still 11 yards shy of a first down, and we may see our first punt of the evening now. Yep. Taken down by Miles McFarland. And, yeah, he cut it outside, outside the hash, and cut back inside about the 50. And that was a nice job to chop him down there by Henderson. Punting time for Clintondale. We're in a scoreless game still. Goose Har eggs. Harmon is in to punt it away. Marquise Henderson back deep along with Shenard Foster will send two back on the punt, about seven yards apart. Foster on the 21, Henderson back at around the 15. Just getting to the line now. Got to hurry to avoid a delay of the game here. I guess that doesn't matter all too much. 4.14 to go in the first quarter. Spinning punt that's going to fall shy of anybody and take a great roll for Clintondale. Took a first bounce around the 28 and filters all the way back. Ten yards inside the numbers to the 18-yard line. And we'll see what this offense can do. A fumble and an interception thus far. Kind of uncharacteristic, but it looks like a team who hasn't been out there in a couple weeks. It does. Loyola's uh, turned it over, both possessions. They did uh, have a couple of plays before the, the, the pass interception that was thrown. But, yeah, let's see a full drive here. One play, and they fumbled on the first drive. So want to see a full series here for Loyola. 3.58 left to go in the score this first quarter. Anthony Garrett is back out there in the shotgun. Two wide receivers to his right. They want to hand it off on the first play. Scurrying past the line. Good jolt at the 20-yard line, propelling himself past the 25 and up to the 27 for a first down there. That's Kamari Wright, guy that's the power back. We saw him with some success in that second drive, and a nice healthy gain of 10 on first down. They like what they see out of these three sophomores battling for the top running back spot. 
Kevin Rogers doesn't mind being in that position. Here's right again on first down. Explodes to the line at the 30-yard line. Another slithering move at the 35. Gets himself forward for a first down as he lunges to the 40 on the near hash. This is the loyal offense we expected. Yeah, and and caving that whole left side was Harmon, the left tackle, in in a nice block. But, yeah, I like the the low-to-the-ground run that this kid offers, number 23. He's impressive. This is right. Third play in a row, why not? He's gotten two first downs. Might get a third here. He is walloped to the ground as he crosses the 45-yard line. Just shy of midfield to about the 48. Two yards shy of the first down as well. But he is running hard and with some authority down the right side. Yeah, I'd say 30 yards and three carries. uh, I think right means business on this drive. He looks like the speed back, not the power back. (laughs) Yeah, looks like a little Barry Sanders out there. Two wide receivers bunched up to the far side. Garrett takes a shotgun snap, looking for the lone target on the near side. That's incomplete, intended for Shenard Foster. Coverage over there by Owens and Griffin. That brings up an important third down and two if you're Clintondale here. Yeah, that's just Foster in the slot with an easy out route. He should have caught that football. It was in his right in his bread basket. Nice throw by Garrett. That's one that Foster wishes he had back. That was a perfectly thrown ball. Twins aside, they want to run it again here, and they're going to be just shy of a first down. We've seen a heavy dose of Kamari Wright on this drive. This time he gets his shortest gain of the night, just shy of Clintondale territory at the 49. He needs midfield for the first down, and the offense stays out there. Yeah, they're going for it. This offense, are you kidding me, fourth and one midfield? Oh, yeah. Garrett's still back in the shotgun here. Looks over to the sideline for the audible call, potentially here. He's got twins aside. The two bunched up on the right, right in front of the Clintondale bench there. Has the shotgun snap, going to hand it off. Big first down across midfield. Still on his feet to the 45. And finally galloped down at the 39-yard line. Heck of a run to the right side by Shenard Foster that time. First time we've seen him take a football in the backfield. And, boy, did they need that to keep this drive going with a buck 52 to go and a scoreless first. Yeah, Foster just took it up the right sideline. You see the speed. You see the vision. Um, that was impressive. This kid is a hardworking young man, plays receiver and kicker. This time we see him as a ball carrier. He lines himself again to the left of Garrett. He wants to throw on this down, and he sends a sizzling pass to a wide-open man in Jason Hardy, who's been very dependable the last couple weeks he had a quick slant route at the 35 yard line and off his numeral and dribbling to his right a couple yards for an incompletion second drop and so far it's been an underwhelming passing game an overwhelming run game for Loyola second down and 10 we also saw Kamari Wright come off hobble and holding his left hand before the last play Airing ball to the 15-yard line. It's incomplete. Threw it into double coverage down the field. Good job by Chris Robinson and Markel Owens to stand tall. And that brings up third and 10 now for the Bulldogs in positive territory at the Clintondale 40. Yeah, with just 94 seconds left in the first quarter in the scoreless affair. Another well-thrown ball. Would have been a tough catch, but i tell you what. I-, I like what I see out of Garrett. He can throw the football around. Takes a shotgun snap. They've been moving ultra quick here. Third down and 10. That one nearly picked off. He could have had the house because there was nobody near him on the near side at the 40-yard line. That's through the hands 
of Kevin Gorney. Intended target again was Jason Hardy, and they'll have to punt it away in a fourth and ten. That was a predetermined throw. He knew where he was going the whole way, and so did Gorney, the safety who came over, and as you said, nearly picked it and took it to the house. Uh, really disappointing drive. For Loyola, you're running the football beautifully. Beautifully. Nobody can stop you. Why go throw it five times? I, I don't understand. Markale Owens is the deepest man at around the five-yard line to receive this punt. I mean, it, it just carved them. Four or five plays on the run, and then you I know you're a throw team. I know you're a passing team, but, but my goodness, when you look that good running the football, keep doing it. Looks to be a little confusion exactly what they want to do, trying to get a new football on the field now. Yeah, you got to get the kicking ball. They're, they got a kicking ball. They got a throwing ball. You got a running ball now. Just give them a dang ball. Let's go. <laughs> my goodness. Looks like they're going to kick it away now. All these specialty balls. Uh, what a beautiful night. It is, isn't it? Yeah. It's holding its temperature a little bit more tonight than it did last night. Yeah, look at you. You got the sleeves up. You're feeling good. <laughs> yeah. When I know your sleeves are up, that means you're comfortable. Oh, yes. And we got the windows open. Yeah, it's a little toasty in here. Yeah. A little line drive wobbling punt. Owens is not going to have a chance to field this as the Bulldogs are going to down it at their own 12-yard line, and that or at uh, the Clintondale 12, I should say, and that's where the Dragons will take over with a buck 22 left to play. You're in a scoreless first quarter, champ. Alliance Catholic Credit Union takes you and takes care of you and your money. And once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering 20000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 2021-2022 academic year. Now in its fifth year, they'll live it, show it, share it, Scholarship Contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships with a grand prize of $6,000. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Had a pre-snap penalty before they were even set. Not sure exactly what that was for. It's five yards. Might have been illegal participation or too many men on the field, a.k.a. I'm not sure either, though. They've got a film, a muck, a film in front of these windows I can't see. Thetford in the gun here, one of the two quarterbacks. We've seen a lot of Wildcats so far. He is going to take the football and gain maybe a yard back of that right there. Look at that. Look at that gook. <laughs> Look at that gook. You ever see Fletch? I he, haven't, no. Like, no, he's got, he, he goes to an airplane, and he scrapes the finger. And <laughs> look at that good. He's a Windex, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man, I'm old. Sean might get that one. No offense, Sean might get that one. <laughs> but that's all right. It just means I'm old, and you're not. Second and 14 here, 47 seconds left to play in the first quarter. We'll still scoreless. Clintondale trying to dig out of their own defensive territory here. How about a turnover? He'd love that for sure. A little Harmon ragdoll toss safety. Thedford takes the shotgun snap, wants to throw. He got hit as he threw, has it downfield, nearly picked off at the 31-yard line. Intended target that time was Kevin Gorney. And back in perfect position was Jason Hardy, a man that dropped the football on the last offensive possession for Loyola. So he answers that with a third down and 14. 
this is the spot that you want Clintondale in. They're in a passing position in their shadows of their own end zone. 23 seconds left. You're bringing the house, but you're also cognizant of that screen play. Last time they were able to get a screen play converted on with the 13 yards to go. Be careful. Watch the screen. That gave you trouble last time. Clintondale huddles up in the shadow of their own end zone here as they scrimmage from their own five-yard line in the near hatch, moving left to right at the end of this first quarter. 23 and three-tenths left to go in it. Thetford takes the shotgun snap, fades out, looks to throw, hit as he throws again, picked Pick. off. This time at the 30-yard line here, and he ran into his own man. That's 11, Shenard Foster, who steals the football away. And Loyola will have perfect field position with 15.5 seconds left to go here in the first quarter, looking to capitalize on their first score of the night. How about Foster? This is a hardworking kid, really deserves it. And you talk about a little bit undersized, but he plays big and has really good hands. And this kid's not going to miss a ball. He's a very good wide receiver, also an excellent defensive back. He doesn't drop a ball, period. He didn't there. Interception turnover for Loyola, their first of the game. Thetford got hit as he threw for the second play in a row. He is down in the left side of the end zone. On the O for Bishop Foley, right in the middle in his white jersey. The training staff attending to him right now. 15 and 5 tenths left to go in this first quarter. Still 0-0 as the two teams head to their respective huddles. Check some scores from last night on your Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Outside of the Catholic League, Groves and Seaholm, a little battle of Birmingham mm. coming together in the district semifinal. That was a 30-21 to 21 win for the Falcons. Battle of Birmingham. Of mm-hmm. <laughs> Were we entitled to even listen to that game? Mm-hmm. Canton with a 35-28 win over Livonia Stevenson as well. Chelsea nice. with a slugfest. With South Lion East, that's an 8-0 Chelsea team now heading into the district championship. 49-44 win over the Lions there. Grand Blank with an upset win over Clarkston. 42-35. They'll face Davison coming off the virtual bye this week after their matchup was forfeited versus uh, Rochester Adams due to COVID-19. Grand Rapids West Catholic with a 21-28 loss to Portland. That's another... Uh, upset, uh, upset of sorts, but Portland made it to the Division Five championship game in 2008. Looks like Robinson able to get up, or check that uh, Thetford able to get up off his own power off the field, but more importantly here for the Bulldogs, they're looking to capitalize on another turnover. Running on the first play left side, they're going to gain about four yards, and that is how they will start the second quarter of action with a second down and six from the Clintondale 24-yard line after this here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Chris Sabonic, broker at Mitten Mortgage Lending here with a special offer for our veterans. From now through Veterans Day, we're offering a half-point discount on all VA Streamline refinance loans. Rates for these refinances are in the low 2%. These streamlines are super fast. We close them on average in under one week without an appraisal, and we don't need income or asset documentation. Give us a call today at 734-922-2000. 
888-242-2252 or find us online at mittenloans.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Quick out of the huddle of the Bulldogs here. They have a second down and six from the Clintondale 21-yard line. Garrett takes a shotgun snap, knee high, fades a slant pass to Jason Hardy. It's incomplete. Touch maybe a little bit too hard that time again as Hardy bobbles it. Good coverage by Demarion Mitchell. He was toe for toe, the 5'10 junior defensive back, and that brings up another third and six. Yeah, once again, Garrett doesn't get the result he deserved, the completion. That's a ball that should have been caught. He's got trips left, one to the near side, takes a shotgun snap now, looks to hand it off right side. That's into the hands of Braylon McDonald. He looks to turn the corner, but the Dragons said absolutely not. Mm. Two or three white jerseys converging upon him. Foling was the main man there, along with Riser Presley, the 6'3 freshman defensive end. Like what he's been doing the last couple weeks, Loyola will go for it deep in Clintondale territory, but they lost three on the play. It's a fourth and nine. Yeah, fourth and nine, number nine, the quarterback, looking for his first completion. Let's see what Garrett and company can do. He has the snap, looks left, where he has three wide receivers nearly picked off. Dashing in front of the attempted pass was Kevin Gorney. He's made some really nice plays at that DB position here tonight. And that's another turnover on downs. Three turnovers so far for Loyola in this game as the Dragons will take it back on their own 24. Boy, this game just not a lot of rhythm right now. Both teams trying to find their way. Uh, I'd like to credit the Clintondale defense. They stand up, and and they did a nice job there of defending the pass. Again, the run. Uh, They also defended the run, and, and that was the best defensive stand when they had to face a 26-yard field to defend. So good job by Clintondale. Loyola again, not clicking yet offensively at all. Still scoreless with 11-15 left to play in the second quarter. We've seen Wildcat. We've seen two quarterbacks. We've seen a little bit of everything from this Clintondale offense. They come out in more of a spread formation here. Two backs or two wide receivers left one to the far side, a man in motion, and they're going to hand it to him on the sweep. That's eight, Markale Owens, who receives the football. Looks like it was dead right at the line. He's moving at the 30. Still on his feet at the 40-yard line. And finally shoved down at the 41. What a run. He didn't give up. And that gets his team a first down and more. Wow. A bunch of big shoulder blows and, and no wrap-ups. And that's what that was for Loyola defensively. But how about the run and the leg and the drive by Markale Owens? We heard this kid was their top running back. Boy, you can see why. There is a flag down, I believe, in the far side, Jeremy. The officials saying, hold on to the chain game, bring those back. That's at the end of the play where it was thrown, at least, around the 39. And it could be a first down still, but just a spot foul. I think that's the case. But we have yet to, of course, get official word. Oh, wow. This one's going to get tacked on. 
Why did they move the chains back then? I don't know. I think there was maybe some confusion amongst the officials exactly who it was called upon. And then when they converged together, they said, hey, it's against Loyola. And that's going to put it inside Bulldog territory at the 43-yard line. Clintondale still in a scoreless game with one of the better teams in Division 7. 10.56 left to go in the second quarter. This feels like a must-score drive. Yeah, and that's like a 30-yard play. A 15-yard run, a 15-yard penalty in, in, in about 20 seconds. So Clintondale with their best field position uh, and their best drive thus far, just despite it being just two plays. Chris Robinson out there at quarterback this down here. He sends Owens in motion. Going to fake it to him and keep it on the ground. Robinson, spin cycle move on his first couple gallops there. And in the end, a good job and pursuit by Loyola. That's Chris Frazier, the young sophomore linebacker who pushed him back after a gain of just one thanks to forward progress there. Yeah, nice job out there to defend it by Frazier and Loyola sniffed that thing out. They've been excellent against the run most of the night. Uh, Clintondale getting comfortable, though, on the outside. So second and nine from the Loyola 43-yard line. Clintondale moving right to left across your radio dollar screen. However, you're listening to us here tonight in quarter number two with 9.49 left to go in it. Still goose eggs on either sideline. Robinson in the gun, two wideouts left, one to the far side. Owens again in motion. They're going to toss it to him and then Uh toss it back again. Football is loose at the 44-yard line of Clintondale now and finally able to jump back on that is Kevin Gorney. Mm. little razzle-dazzle, double reverse. Double reverse, Jeremy. And and getting a little too cute, it results in a negative play of about 12 yards. My goodness. Not at all what Clintondale wanted here is now they have a man down on the far side of the field at the 42-yard line just outside of the spot here. It's a third down and 19 with 9.14 left to play. That's Kevin Gorney down. Not something you want to see. One of your better players at wide receiver and strong safety, the junior. We'll check on his condition when we get back here on the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Third down and 24 for Clintondale as they scrimmage from their own 43-yard line. Nine minutes left to go in the second quarter. Gorney was okay as he hopped out of play for at least one play here. It's an offense of many moving pieces as he sent a boatload of personnel to the right side of the line. Robinson wants to throw pump fakes and over the tippy toes of number eight, Markale Owens' hands on a short pass intended at the 36-yard line. The Bulldogs all over that. There were several players in his face here on the near sideline. Lonzi Travel the third made the most impact, though. He did. He got the pressure, Jeremy, early, which forced the errant throw. 
They like the screenplay that that worked for them a couple series ago on third and long. Does it this time. Good job by Loyola to sniff it out, defend it, and force a punt, uh, or so we would think, here on fourth down. And 24. No score yet here. No score. That's Jeremy, surprising. This is a team in Loyola that put up like 79, 74 points uh, back when you saw him against Romulus. Harmon into punt it away, faces some pressure, and he read that. Footsteps coming. It was blocked maybe at the line as well, looking to lunge on that football. The Bulldogs at the 45-yard line, and that is where they will take over in Clintondale territory here. That ball hit Jeff Hayes. Jeff Hayes, it hit him. You know, somebody was yell, supposed to be yelling, poison, poison, poison. That hit Hayes, but he jumped right on it. Loyola lucky to get that back. Had he played by Hayes. Hmm. You got to do something here if you're Loyola. You, you have a great offense. Prove it on this drive. If you're a bulldog, do something. Put a drive together. Get a score in here. Clintondale has a deep safety back 15 yards from the line of scrimmage here. They're going to run it, though, and he's going to have to come up and make a play after a first down his gain at the 41-yard line here of Clintondale. That's Brockman who took it right up the gut. First time we've seen him take a carry here today. He's one of those three-headed sophomore monsters at running back for this Loyola team, Brockman, McDonald, right? They like all of them. First down and 10, and a pre-snap penalty comes out. It's a false start against the Bulldogs. Boy, with everything that, you know, the Clintondale Dragons have brought to play offensively and, you know, all the penalties and stop plays, there's just been no flow to this game so far. The turnovers. No. And Brockman's that guy, though, that can really get you the home run, and that time he nearly broke it. But 13 yards, we'll take it. Five-yard penalty, though, for Loyola. First down and 15. Again, they want to hand it off up the gut, and not much there. They're going to gain a yard or two. It's Brockman for the second straight play. He gallops his way to the 45-yard line. Really good job by the defensive line of the men in white on the right side of the field. It's second and 13. I'd like to see maybe an easy pass here, like maybe a 90 now or a quick hitch, just something to get the pass game feeling comfortable about themselves. Maybe a quick out route, get Jay, one of these athletes in space. I'm sorry. Jay Brockman's still the running back to the right side of gear, trips to his right, one of the far side in front of the Clintondale bench. Has the shotgun snap, fades back, has a man far side, hits him. It's Foster at the 30-yard line, tripping his way all the way to the 18. That was a really nice job by the athlete to slip his way to the far sideline and get themselves in the red zone for the first time here tonight. 30-yard completion. It was a, just a nice little curl route, settled in between the corner and the safety and found himself a nice little hole up the seam. Big gain, the best pass, the only pass completion so far of the night. Shotgun formation again. It's Brockman who gets the call on first down here. He's able to bowl over the linebacker, Dakaria Jenkins there. He gains four on first down. Ending up on the deck is the lineman Karan Wilson, the senior offensive lineman who wears number 50. It's a second down and seven or so. It's 642. Still left to play in a scoreless second quarter. Trying in on defense is Demirian Mitchell, the junior defensive back from the far sideline. Trying to defend this pass game, which is rocketed up a little bit here. Two wideouts near side, one to the far. Brockman again on the ground, feeds to the far sideline. Nice little 
hooking run. He's going to gain three more. It's going to bring up a third and nearly four from around the 10. Yeah, and again, it's four down territory, so you're not worried about getting four here necessarily. You'd love to, but you can be conservative still with the run. And if you're Loyola, why not? Just keep grinding it. You get three, four, 13, you're bound to do it. And, and this kid, I'll tell you what, I like number six, Jape Rockman, the sophomore running back for Loyola. Twins assigned for the Bulldogs as we pass the midway point here in the second quarter. And two or three white jerseys coming across the line a little bit early that time. They're called for the penalty, and that is going to cost them a first down. Smart. Good job by the Loyola Bulldogs. The state discipline. Good call by Kevin Rogers, the head coach, to try to get Clintondale to, to fall into a trap of a first down without running a play. Loyola now in business looking to get that first score of the game either way. This one up to the seven-yard line with 5.20 left to go. They scrimmage from the far hash. Brockman looking to go and bounce out to the outside. No room for him as he is shouldered out of bounds over there by 12, Chris Robinson. The 6'2 senior popped him just below the face mask there. And a timeout called by Loyola. They want to talk things over. They have a second and goal. From the seven-yard line of Clintondale, when we get back, five minutes left to play in this first half of action in a scoreless game on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Now, let's return to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for more CHSL football action. Second down and goal for the five-yard line here from Loyola. And, ooh, that's not what they wanted to do, a false start against the Bulldogs. It's been a plague of pre-snap penalties for both of these teams here today. Not what you want to see in a game like this. And that makes it second down and goal from the 10 now. Yeah, false start. On the ground looking to stay with Braylon McDonald this time. And boy, are those Dragons pumped up as two or three men converge upon him behind the line. It's Aaron Patterson, the linebacker, the principal man who brought him down for a two-yard loss. Now it's third and goal from the 12, Chad. Mm, yeah, now you're, now you're locked into... Uh, he committed to the passing game. And let's see. You're going to go four wide. Let's see what Loyola can do with the uh, gunslinger Garrett. Trips right. Shotgun snap taken. He looks to the far pylon. Did he make that catch as he spun around in midair? He did. It's Shenard Foster in a near 360 move to hammer that home and give the Bulldogs the first touchdown of the game. How about it? Quite the uh, catch in midair on the left pylon there. Well, you get man-to-man coverage, and Garrett just threw it up the left side and let his uh, athlete go up and get it. It was just a one of those stop fade stop routes, and Shenard Foster, right, caught it. Mm-hmm. Shenard, Fo- Shenard Foster with a touchdown. 
Another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. The extra point is blocked as they scramble for the football in the end. I believe that was Markel Owens who got a right paw on it. But big for this game, considering how this game has gone for both of these two offenses and defenses thus far, we've seen quite a few turnovers, quite a few penalties. Loyola does have the first touchdown with 422 left to play in the second quarter. This is the second quarter. You believe it? A second quarter, and, and it's flown by. But, yeah, not much rhythm. 6 nothing. It took us this long to get some points to the 422 mark. That was a uh, nearly a five-minute drive by Loyola. Uh, counted up, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 plays. So a substantial drive that uh, they started at midfield. So Loyola finally gets in. Maybe some confidence offensively now as they move forward with Garrett. They get a few completions on the drive finally and show off that pass attack just a little bit. And, and we'll see what happens with uh, Clintondale getting the football here. Coming up at halftime, we'll talk to Keith Burke, the Vice President of Marketing and Community Relations at Alliance Catholic Credit Union. He'll talk about that Live It Show It Cherished scholarship contest and how you can get involved if you're going to be enrolled in a Catholic school next year. So that is exciting stuff. There's a lot of money on the line, $20,000 in total. $6,000 is the grand prize scholarship. So stay tuned for that and how you can apply and what you need to do to apply going forward as well. Loyola with a 6-0 lead, 4.22 left to play in the first half. Foster going to kick this one off as it spins to the 15-yard line there. Little double exchange on the far side, some trickeration on the kickoff, and crawling his way to the 26-yard line of play is number 8, Owens, once again, who's been featured quite a bit on special teams and offense thus far here tonight. The old Statue of Liberty at the 20-yard line. You'll hide the salami. We've seen that a good amount this year from teams so far. And it never works, it. <laughs> right? It never works, let's be honest. Bishop Foley did it quite a few times. I, I believe the last time we covered them, they weren't able to get a whole yeah. lot of yards out of it. it. Used to work in the backyard, though. Yes. You know, people could put it up their shirts. <laughs> you could hide like a, a little kid and, and you know. Oh, late Loyola player coming on the field. Shotgun snap taken here by a man in the Wildcat. That's Jakaria Jenkins. And Loyola ran that all the way as he's pushed back behind the line for no gain. Well, that late rush, I think it was Malik Marble, who we have not called a lot tonight running the football, but he came up like a bullet from that secondary to finish off the tackle. They like him on the defensive side. That's why they haven't seen him take a lot of offensive okay. snaps. But they do like what they see in offense, and they're looking to get him more carries as the year goes on. Makes sense. I can see why. Hand off into the hands again of Owens. Owens dashes across the 30 and up to the 33-yard line here. That's going to be a gain of about five, called third and five. Yeah, solid gain up the middle. And uh, Clintondale, Loyola right now is just going to protect the pass, protect against the pass and do what they do up front. And that front seven is tough to run on. And they feel good about their corners and their safeties matching up at times in man. Good news, though, for Clintondale. They do have Kevin Gorney, their wide receiver, back in there. Three minutes left to play in this first half. Do not want to give Loyola the football back with a lot of time left. 
What a move by Owens to stay on his feet at the 35-yard line. Looks like he was down. Looks like he's down again wow. at the 45. Still moving just shy of midfield to the 48-yard line. Some frustrated Loyola Bulldogs who missed two or three tackles on his slithering way down the near sideline for a first down and much more. Boy, is he slippery and strong. I mean, this is a young man that's made a couple people look silly and fundamentally poor tackling. But uh, number eight for Clintondale is putting on a clinic as far as running Markel Owens. Remember the name, 5'8", 156, senior. He looks thicker than 156, doesn't he? Does. He does. Maybe 157, 158. Well, Lions Catholic Credit Union takes care of you and your money. And once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 21-22 academic year. Now it's in its fifth year, the Live It, Show It, Share It Scholarship Contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships with a grand prize of $6,000. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. There was a man down in front of the Loyola bench. Was it a bulldog? Who got up? It was tough to tell as it kind of materialized and then went yeah. away. We couldn't see at all who it was. One for both squads? Number 11 for the Bulldogs, we're being told. Thank you for that. The public relations representative for Loyola. It's Foster who was down. And the man who scored the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Right? Shannard Foster. Boy, he uh, that was a nice play in that little stop-fade corner. It's 6-0 right now with 2.48 left to play in this second quarter. Clintondale would love something on the board here. They don't really kick field goals, so it's going to have to become some sort of touchdown here. Spread formation with Robinson in to do the hurling here. Sends a man in motion to the right side of the line. That's Takaria Jenkins, and this play is going nowhere. Keeping it was Chris Robinson, and right in his face right away was Marquez Henderson, the senior linebacker who takes him down for his six-yard loss back at the 42. Henderson was coming from the outside from his defensive end slash outside linebacker spot and just chased that for down. I mean, he chased him down in the backfield from the opposite side coming like that heat-seeking missile, and he's got quite an explosiveness on the outside of that defensive end spot. Second down and 16 from the Clintondale 42-yard line. A bit buck 54 left to play here in quarter number two. Looking to throw again here as Chris Robinson is in the gun alone in the sprint formation. Two wide receivers to the far side, one to the near. Loyola sending some monster pressure there. They're going to sack him way back at the 30-yard line. Jeff Hayes was right in his face right away and chased him down as he bolted to the far side of the field, and this is third in a mile. It's back to the 29. Negative five, and that's negative 12, a sack. I mean, it's it just going, Clintondale's going backwards, and that's Loyola turning it up a notch defensively. They've really come after Clintondale saying, hey, we're going to match up in the outside, mano mano, and we are coming at you with heavy run defense and uh, filling up lanes in a hurry. 
One minute exactly left to play in this first half. Here, here Clintondale, you might look to take a little bit more time off the clock here. Well, you've got two timeouts left if you're Loyola. And, and you got to start thinking about maybe taking one of them and forcing Clintondale to take a pass. Thetford in a quarterback. He's looking to hand it off, and that's another loss as taken down behind the line is Owens. Great push by the man in blue that time once again. Again, not using either timeout. Now they're going to use a timeout. Clintondale will get the football back to start the second half, so keep that in mind in terms of what they're looking at here. So you force Clintondale. I like this timeout. I thought it would, took a little too long to call. They let 10 seconds roll off, but now it's fourth and forever, and, and you force Clintondale to punt it away. You go for a block here. If you're Loyola, you sell out for it. Try to add on to your 6 nothing lead. I, I'm, I'm quite surprised that this game has been this close, Jeremy. But, but we've seen playoff-level football at times here. And uh, despite Loyola not getting that offense going, they've shown that their defense is real too, and they can step up and they have. They're an attacking defense. Loyola, the first team back out in the field here as they get ready for a punt on fourth and 38 from the Clintondale 20-yard line on the far hash here. Sending two men back deep are the Bulldogs. That's Rashawn Wells and Marquise Henderson. A couple of dangerous return men. Yeah, you're going for the block here. They're selling out for the block. Harmon to kick it away. There were three or four Bulldogs charging in. Got a decent piece of it, all things considered. And again, the Bulldogs run into their own man. Catching that football is Rashawn Wells, but right in the breadbasket behind him in the end there is Marquise Henderson. Yep. And he just kind of clipped his back, and Rashawn Wells is a stop, drop, and roll and around the 41. Mm. Yeah, just miscommunication. You got to get out of the way. Both guys wanted the football, and, and Henderson, I thought, called off. Was it Jackson? Or I'm sorry, Wells? Mm -hmm. Man, oh man. That's too bad. They had some room to run and nearly another block, by the way. But hey, 21 seconds left. You got two timeouts or one timeout remaining. And this kid's got the arm. Sorry, Jeremy. Trips to the right. Jason Hardy in the slot. Look out for him. He's had a little bit of trouble in offense. A couple drops so far today. Garrett takes a snap, fades back, looks down the middle of the field, slant route, caught. 15-yard line. He might go to the house down the middle, and he does. Wow. Spreads in the middle of the field for a touchdown. It's Deion Horton who's got his first catch here tonight in big fashion because the Bulldogs have a two-score lead with 12.2 to go in the first half. Deion Horton, how about it? A guy that you talk about their top four or five receivers, he's not one that they'll mention. This kid has really worked hard and come on as of late as an option offensively. How about that? One play and that strike on a post route over the middle, beautifully thrown ball by Garrett. That didn't take long. How about that timeout? Hardy to hold, Foster to kick on the extra point here. And he's going to boom its way through. Another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. You say that was no good now? Really? Yeah, they, it originally was called good, and now they're going to say 
no good. Huh. Uh, the officials had a difference in opinion. They're going to hash it out, but it's 12 nothing. I mean, we don't always have the best angle. We're pretty low to the ground in general in high school press boxes, so sometimes it's hard to tell, but that looked like it was good. But mm. Sure did. 12.2 seconds left, 12 nothing. Now the lead for the Bulldogs. But I tell you, the passing game's heated up. You can see Loyola and the potency it has and the options. Horton, not a guy that's in their normal repertoire of choices to throw the football to. Kudos to Loyola coming back. Clendale will send back four men. They're going to send this kick short as it absolutely dies at the 35-yard line, taken up by one of the up men. He's drilled down at the 40-yard line here. That's 23. Alante Griffin, the senior running back, we haven't really seen a whole lot here today who took that. Took it all the way to the 41-yard line of Clintondale here. 7.7 seconds left, probably one play and done here in the first half. Yeah, if you're Clintondale, boy, you feel sick to your stomach. I mean, you held this Loyola team to just six points. You give them the football back with 25 seconds left, and on the first play, they strike, what was it, 45 yards-ish? Mm-hmm. Man, oh, man. That was a beautiful throw, but. Spread formation, four wideouts to the far side. It's Owens who takes it in the Wildcat, makes a beeline for the far side of the field, and a hooking run to midfield. That's going to be a yard shy of a first down as the clock strikes zero. And it doesn't look like they're going to put any more time on that clock. 12-0, the Bulldogs lead. We'll break it down when we get back here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at radio.com. This is WDTK Detroit, The Patriot. Mike Gallagher reacts to the 2020 election. The prediction that Democrats were going to sweep across America with a big blue tsunami last night. Guess what? It didn't happen. Democrats, never Trumpers, progressives, they're all mortified. They don't know what went wrong. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. It's halftime for the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Twelve nothing the lead for the Loyola Bulldogs here at halftime. I'll take 
Time to take a look at your Mitten Mortgage Lending key to that first half for the Loyola Bulldogs. Mitten Mortgage can help you land the keys to your new house. Contact them today for a pre-approval. What do you think? Well, I thought we talked about Loyola and taking care of the football. They've been off for a week, and, and so I thought it was important they did. They did not. Their first two possessions, they didn't score, and, and they, they, they started to take care of the football, got the run game going. Um, Clintondale, give them credit. They made some defensive stops, forced turnovers, but when Loyola had their best offensive drive, it was a five-minute drive, and it was capped off. Uh, it, it really was, was the, the guy carrying the load. It was impressive. Brockman on the run, and then the touchdown pass and catch uh, by Foster from Garrett. And then they come right back after a quick stop and a short punt, and they score one play after the punt, uh, 43 yards. Horton, uh, his first catch of the year, I believe, 43-yard touchdown catch and a nice post pattern. So two touchdown passes. Loyola took care of the football late, and in the second quarter they score twice. They're up 12-0. Clintondale's shown enough, though, with the run game to stay in the game and they played some uh, solid enough defense and forced some turnovers. Well, you've heard about the Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest. We talked with Keith Burke at Alliance Catholic Credit Union, one of the fine people over there heading up that and the initiative and the marketing side of things. How can you get involved? How do you apply? What goes into applying? Again, a grand prize of $6,000 on the line with a total of $20,000 in scholarships being awarded to anyone attending a Catholic League school next year. Keith will talk to us about that next. Here on the Patriot, 12-0 is the lead for the Loyola Bulldogs over the Clintondale Dragons here today in our second game this week. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Show continues next. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Welcome back, everyone, to our Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week. Jeremy Otto back alongside Keith Burke. He's the Vice President of Marketing and Community Relations over at Alliance Catholic Credit Union, one of our fine partners for a number of years. Keith, how are you? I'm doing great, Jeremy. Really appreciate you uh, having me on again. Good talking with you. 
Well, you hear every week, or at least the last couple weeks, about Alliance Catholic Credit Union's Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest right here on our air. It's the fifth annual already. It seems like, uh, you know, that, that flies by. I know we've been talking about it for a couple of years, but it's always an exciting time for you guys, right, to kick that off? Yeah, this is uh, one of our uh, most favorite things we do every year. It's just uh, so great to see what the students come with, and they're always so impressive. Uh, and uh, so we, we enjoy uh, being able to provide them the opportunity. And fifth annual, you know, this will be over $100,000 now that we will uh, give it back to the um, families in the Catholic High School League. So that's kind of exciting for us, too. A total of $20,000 will be given away in scholarships with a grand prize of $6,000. That's a, that's a big-time scholarship and can make a huge dent, especially if you're trying to attend a, a Catholic school. So you have to be uh, enrolled for 2021-2022 uh, in a Catholic high school league school. Any other uh, stipulations uh, in, in terms of applying? Uh, no, that's the main one. It's uh, for students who will be attending one of the Catholic League schools next year. Um, we always have to go out a year a year in advance. So anyone who's currently in 8th grade up through 11th grade who plans on attending uh, Catholic League school next year is eligible to apply. There's always a different creative aspect to it. Last year, the, the students had to create a meme. This year, it's a parable, right? Yes, we um, we uh, we think that uh, we know these are the best schools and the best students around. So uh, we try to challenge them, and they always come through. Uh, and we try to mix it up to keep them on their toes. Uh, but this year, yeah, we thought about a parable. We thought of just a short, uh, you know, a short story that uh, is set in the modern day that illustrates a universal truth or a moral lesson. Uh, I think we even have it set at about 150 words, and, um, and, and we're, we're excited. We know these students will, will knock it out of the park. Talking here with Keith Burke, he's the Vice President of Marketing and Community Relations at Alliance Catholic Credit Union. What sticks out in entries from, you know, maybe the best one to the second best one? What, you know, in the end is the, the thing that sticks out for your winner each year? Yeah, we, you know, as you mentioned, we call it live it, show it, share it. So the it is, is the faith. And so it's, it's about the faith. And, you know, what really stands out is um, how in tune these students are with their faith and uh, how um, forward they are, how proud they are, um, willing they are to talk about it and how it affects and impacts their lives. So that's always uh, so exciting and, and encouraging to see. Uh, and then we also, it's a, well, once we get to a top 10, we invite them into interviews. So all 10 of the finalists will receive at least $1,000. But for the grand prize, they come in and they interview with a panel of our CEO, the superintendent of Catholic schools, uh, usually a, a high-ranking individual from one of the Catholic universities in the area. And they sit across from them and answer some questions. And it that's just amazing to see um, how poised, um, and, and confident and, and, uh, and well that they speak about, you know, themselves, their faith, uh, and their future. That's great preparation, not only, you know, obviously to receive a scholarship, but also for life and, and job interviews going forward. So that's that's a good thing in and itself as well. The deadline for entries, Sunday, December 6th. You can find out more information on the Alliance Catholic Credit Union website. 
I think I asked you this last year, but any staff members trying to compete and, you know, create a parable amongst themselves too? <laughs> uh, you know, we have one that's on the site that we use for illustration uh, because we want to be able to show or demonstrate, you know, what we mean. Um, so our staff actually created that and, uh, and she put that together. Um, so we, we kind of say to ourselves, well, if it's, uh, if we can't do it, then we probably shouldn't be asking the uh, students to do it. So that's on there. That's on the site. People can use that as kind of a, a guidance or uh, to, to get an idea or example of, of where they might be able to go with it. The Catholic High School League certainly a big partnership for you guys. You've partnered with uh, a number of the local universities as well. Another one of our fine sponsors in Siena Heights University, you guys partner with their esports team, right? Yes, we've uh, been the sponsor of their esports team the last few years. That's something they started up uh, a couple years ago. It's, it's so exciting uh, to see, um, you know, the, uh, the level of involvement that the success that they've had. They they uh, compete with big schools, University of Michigan, Big Ten schools, uh, and do really well. So it's uh, I know it's a growing sport. I think some high schools are starting to pick up esports, and um, so it's great to see just another avenue uh, for young people to be able to kind of pursue their dreams and, and get some help with their education. Uh, Keith, always great to talk to you. Look forward to the winning entries and the, and the top five of entries as we go forward in that Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest. You can visit www.alliancecatholic.com for more information. Be well, Keith. Good to talk with you. Thanks, Jeremy. Really appreciate it as always, and uh, looking forward to the second half. Stick with us here on The Patriot. That second half coming up next. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic University in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Show continues next. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at radio.com. Hey everyone, Mac Horvath, Senior Mortgage Banker at Mitten Mortgage Lending and Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child, here with our broker, Chris Sabonic. For this week's two-minute drill, we want to talk to you guys about what you can expect when you're working with our Mitten Mortgage team. Thanks, Mac. Hey, everyone. Some of you that called in last week 
your new mortgage is already in process with us, so you guys know what to expect. But if you haven't reached out yet, give us a call. There's no stupid questions when it comes to this stuff, so don't be afraid to reach out. We're going to connect you with one of our bankers who's going to be happy to answer all of your questions and review your current mortgage with you. Ultimately, if it's not worth it to refi, we're just going to tell you. Another big benefit for our clients is our ability to obtain interest rates at wholesale costs. As an independent broker, we are signed up with multiple lenders so we can shop your rates and costs with several different companies and see who has the best pricing for your individual mortgage needs. We know everyone's situation is going to be a little bit different, and that is the benefit of having multiple lenders. Yep, that's right. When you call one of the big lenders or big banks, you're only going to get what they can offer you. Most often, we can actually obtain rates through these same large lenders at better pricing than you can due to our wholesale relationships with them as a broker. It's definitely worth it to have a quick 5-10 to minute conversation with us to see if we can save you money by lowering your rate, shaving years off your mortgage, or potentially both. I have a lot of clients right now that are saving tens of thousands of dollars over the life of their loan after refinancing. Give us a call today at 734-922-2252. That's 734-922-2252. Visit us online at mittenloans.com or feel free to stop by our office on Biddle in downtown Wyandotte. We'd love to help with your home financing and look forward to working with you. Well, that wraps up the two-minute drill with Mint Mortgage Lending here today. Be sure to reach out to them for your home financing needs, whether it be a refinance, a new home purchase, or just to get pre-approved for your new loan. Let the team at Mint Mortgage Lending be on your team. You can reach out to them today at 734-922-2252 or visit mittenloans.com slash apply to get started. You can also research or read reviews on Google and Facebook. Second half getting closer and closer here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriots stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. The second half starts next. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Now, let's send it back to the Mitten Mortgage Lending broadcast booth for the start of the second half. Here are Jeremy Otto and Chad Bush. Alliance Catholic Credit Union takes care of you and your money. And once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 21-22 academic year. Now in its fifth year, the Live It, Show It, Share It scholarship contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships via the grand prize of $6,000 as well. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Jeremy and Chan back with you here from Bishop Foley High School. It's a neutral site here tonight. This has been the home field all year long for Loyola. And I did uh, speak with uh, a few representatives here. If they are able to hold on to this game 
it's going to be a little bit of a weird scenario because Loyola does have more playoff points, and they will be the home team. But the game will still be played here at awkward. Bishop Foley against Bishop Foley. <laughs> like, that's awkward. I mean, you know, you're playing at their school. You're not going to be – now, who gets whose locker room? <laughs> if you're the question. home team and you're comfy, <laughs> why shouldn't you get to choose which locker room? It's your school. Yeah, so I don't know. I'm not trying to stir anything up, but it's an interesting uh, dilemma to have. Who does what? You know, who gets to park in the home lot? Who gets which <laughs> sideline? No, anyway, it, it is going to be interesting. And so you talk to some folks, and, and they will host, yet they're going to host on their opponent's Correct, yes. field, yep. which they loan and lease. What if they went somewhere else? What if Loyola says, well, let's go play at uh, Shrine or UAD or somewhere else? It's possible, but it sounds like that's what they're going to do. Is they're really? Gonna, they're going to play here. I mean, in the past okay. they've played at UAD. They've played at Hazel Park. Uh, a couple of facilities. Uh, Hazel Park was the most recent uh, yeah. home facility for them. But Interesting. Well, hey, look, they've got to get through this half to get there. Sure. Uh, but certainly they look like the better team, especially at the end of that second quarter, Jeremy, when they get the two touchdown strikes from Garrett, uh, one to Horton uh, just before the half on that post route, and one to Foster, that eight-yard fade stop in the corner of the left end zone. There's a chill in the air now. All of a sudden, as the, yeah. the sun's gone down and the yep. night wears on a little bit, it's 12 nothing in favor of Loyola. Two missed extra points. We thought the last one was good, but the officials had a disagreement, and the one that said no good won. So <laughs> that <laughs> was what the result was. Yeah, and, and look for Loyola to just try to not chase points yet. If they do get themselves in the end zone again, and uh, they're going to give the football up, though. It'll be the Bulldogs to boot it away to start the second half. Jenkins and Owens back deep. As this kick will go right to left. A little squib kick around the 41-yard line. Returnable here and bouncing off a hard hit is 23, Alante Griffin. Credit to him for even staying on his feet. He got bucked mm. about two yards to his left. Able to stay on his feet, still not able to gain much more to the 45-yard line, but that's a tough kid to stay on his feet in general that time. Well, it's fun to watch Loyola hit, and it's impressive, and it's cool. But I tell you what, it's not technical. And and they let guys just, they boing them, and then they just don't wrap up. And that's what happens. It's it's a, you know, it's a jarring hit. It's impressive, but boys, wrap up. So first down and 10 from the Clindale 45-yard line just to the left of the near hash here. They will send out number seven, Thetford. It's Thetford and Robinson, the two quarterbacks. Watch a double pass. Watch a double pass. He's going to motion into the slot to the right side, and the Wildcat guy most of the night, Jenkins, is going to take the snap. Now he motions mm -hmm. back over, and we have a timeout to begin things. Uh, took too much time to develop. The Dragons have to call timeout. They weren't set up properly. Both quarterbacks out there, it smelled kind of fishy. And I thought there was a double pass coming, perhaps. So Thenford started in the shotgun like he might take the snap. Then he motioned over into the slot. Then he motioned back over. Mm -hmm. And at that point is when they called the timeout to talk, talk things over just to start this second half of play, eight seconds in, 12-0 Loyola. 
want to remind you that the broadcast of tonight's game is a copyrighted presentation of the MHSAA and no reproduction, retransmission, or other distribution of the descriptions or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WDTK Detroit. Clintondale ready now. Starting the same look here except the quarterback to the right hip now. Owens does take the snap, looking to shoulder left, and the Bulldogs are all over him. Three or four blue jerseys were converging upon him for a three-yard loss in the end. It's going to be second and 13, back to the 42. Yeah, the the interior defense just really exerting themselves right now, Jeremy, and showing they're they're better, and, and they're getting penetration. And it starts with big number 66, Derek Harmon, but, but there's others up there. That's a D-line that is better than just Harmon. There's guys up there that are problems. One of the guys up there is Jeff Hayes as well, and he was uh, getting a rush. They also like number 20 quite a bit in Ramon Murray, the junior defensive end. We haven't called his name as much as we thought we would, but but he's a guy that they really count on. Matt Chang crouching down to snap this football. He gets it off again to Thetford here. He wants to dart it far sideline. That pass is incomplete and sended for Kevin Gorney. That's uh, one of their better targets who's been trending upwards at the receiver spot lately that was a five yard gain at least may actually make it eight given the lost yardage before but instead it's a third and 13. We understand Ramon Murray is out with an injury this week and he will be back next week so that's why we haven't seen him in there. Yeah they really like him future star in the quotes of uh, the Loyola coaching staff the defensive end spot Third down and 13 from the Clintondale 45-yard line. They move left to right, takes a snap, fades back, looking to air it out again. It is complete on the far side for Markale Owens. He's going to lose yardage, though, a ton. They're behind the 40, and they're going to mark the line of scrimmage all the way back to the 36-yard line, fourth and 19. They'll punt it away in the first possession of this third quarter. Well, to Sean Thefford, the guy they thought would be the full-time starter coming into the year, that time has had a nice season. But that time he led his running back flaring out in a bad way and far to his left and had no choice. Kid caught it, had no chance but to fall down. So negative play again. Harmon to punt it away as Loyola sent three or four guys rushing on the edge. The closest to the football was Rashawn Wells, and they're going to get a penalty for it. Unfortunately for Clintondale, that doesn't even get him close to a first down. It's going to get him a little bit closer to the original line of scrimmage at the 41-yard line. It makes it fourth down and 13, and for obvious reasons, they'll keep the punting unit out. Henderson now moves up to the 40-yard line. Long snap is in. It kind of floats in. They send another man in to try to get a piece of that football. And Clintondale's going to down it at the 40-yard line as Henderson and Foster kind of backed away from it. So regardless, great field position again for the Bulldogs. Already up 12-0 with 9.59 to go in the third. Yeah, and if you're Clintondale, you just didn't take advantage of wonderful field position at your own 45, and Loyola stood up. Credit Loyola defensively. Now they get a chance on offense where they're hot. Hey, look, two of their their last two possessions, they've put up touchdowns. Mm-hmm couple of touchdown passes so Loyola wants to stay hot offensively 
Twins aside here for the Bulldogs as Garrett will take a shotgun snap at the 35-yard line. Waist high, he's got it. Hands it off to the left. He gets it in the hands of Kamari Wright. We saw a heavy dose on in one of the leaning stretches in the second quarter. He's going to gain two yards left side up to the 42. Yeah, he got that second series, and, and he had some nice chunk runs. He had like 40 yards on that drive mm-hmm. before they had to punt away. Trips left this time for Anthony Garrett. The 6-2 signal caller fades back, looking to air it out, and he throws it way to the left of Anthony Garrett. I think that was a little bit of Hardy, I beg your pardon. He was cutting right. The ball went left and skipped 15 yards down the field incomplete. It was Gorney on coverage. Yeah, unidentified pass there. That was just kind of thrown between two good pass catchers. Third and long. Single wide receivers on each side. He has a snap, chest high that time. Hands it off once again to his left. It's Kamari Wright looking to make a dashing move. He's going to gain a couple more yards. He's on the C for Bishop Foley, BFC, the logo here at midfield. Actually, they're going to give him a spot across the 45 to the 47 after he stretched it out. In the end, it's still a fourth and three. Fourth and three, and they're going for it. Big fourth and three on your own side of the 50. Deep safety back at the 38-yard line there for Clintondale. And jumping on the outside there is Markel Owens, which is going to give Loyola first down and into Dragon territory at the 48 on the flip side. Second time Kevin Rogers has called for this, and it's worked both times, Jeremy. Why not do it again? Wise play. They're quick to the line. Twins aside here, keeping it on the ground. Why not? Kamari Wright is pushed back for no gain on that play. Great push on the other end by Dakaria Jenkins. He's been flourishing on both sides of the football. 17 tackles coming into play here today. 299 rushing yards. We've seen him a lot at the Wildcat QB spot. Yeah, I like the form tackle. We've talked a lot about some poor tackling tonight. Nice big hits. That's how you form tackle. I like that. That's a very nice wrap-up. They gave him a yard via forward progress. Garrett wasn't expecting the snap. He caught it and is going to deliver a strike on the left side to Jason Hardy, who makes the catch at the 40-yard line. And we get a flag. Yeah, and I think it's a horse collar. I think it's a horse collar at the end of the play, perhaps. What are you doing knocking down lamps here now? You almost took me out. <laughs> I know. They got lamps up here like it's, uh, you know, we're, we're in caves. <laughs> It's plenty of light in here. Get this out of here. Third down and four is a scrimmage from the 41 on the <laughs> Loyola offensive side here. Jake Brockman gets the call at running back. He scurries forward for a first down across the 40 and up to the 35-yard line. Nice run, nice look right away by number six. He saw that hole and exploited it. He's explosive. Another guy that's had some nice chunk runs. Loyola getting a pass plus yards and now they get a couple runs they're feeling good shotgun snap taken quick pass left side foster gets open room at the 35 yard line arm tackle missed this form tackle is made after he gained the first down on the near hash just outside of the numbers on the 20 yard line i like it 16 yard completion i've been really waiting to see loyola's receivers get in space i mean the whole point is there's some guys with some wiggle some speed explosiveness i wanted to see this all night get the kids in space they can make plays they did there and that's why you do it 
Nice play by Foster. 7-16 to go in the third quarter. Pump fake down the field, and not ready for this one is Foster. That one bangs off his knee, and he never saw it coming. Closest to him was Matt Chang, who didn't have to do too much on the defensive side. That's the second play in a row where a Bulldog has been confused. It's second and ten. Yeah, they were running a play in the seam, and the seam was the decoy, and Foster thought he was the decoy. He got the ball thrown at him right at the line of scrimmage, and he wasn't ready to hit his hand. He was looking at the concessions, and they're not even open. Two receivers right. They're going to sell it into the hands of Jake Brockman, kind of a read play for Anthony Garrett, and he decided, yes, the run is the way to go, but maybe it wasn't in the end as it's, Broken up for no gain, third and 10 as they scrimmage from the 21-yard line here of Clintondale. Yeah, how about that? Third and long. Trips right for Garrett. Takes a snap at the waist. Gets it to his only man on the near side, and he skipped it short. Looking again for Shenard Foster. Two yards in front of the near pylon. And now that brings up fourth down. And 10. They'll obviously go for it here up 12 zip. Yeah, curl route for Foster. I thought he slipped otherwise and still had a chance maybe to make the catch even though he slipped. But they're going for it here on fourth. Garrett sends trips right again. One to the near side. It's Foster once again right in front of us. He looks that direction. Now goes through his reads. Right side down the middle of the field. It's incomplete. Stretching his right arm out was Kevin Gorney at the defensive back position for Clintondale. It did skip through the back of the end zone. And another turnover on downs will give it right back to the Dragons, not what Loyola wanted to do. And what looked like a pretty good drive developing down the field. Ten-play drive, about four and a half minutes. Uh, yeah, it was a solid drive. But when you can't end it with points, uh, it, it, it's cute, but it, but it's not great. And it's not profitable. So Loyola's defense has been outstanding tonight. Look for them to try to force a turnover on this. They're a little frustrated with no points on that drive. Quarterback out on the first play here is Thetford. We've seen him more than Robinson here tonight. Thetford will send the team out in the spread. Two wide receivers left, one to the near side. The man in the slot here just close to us is Jenkins. He's been dynamic tonight. Empty set. They send Jenkins in motion, and they will keep it in the hands of the quarterback Thetford in the end. He scurries on the interior. Now we got a hand battle all the way down the middle of the field, way off the plane. There's going to be a penalty that comes because of it. The run was bottled up for no gain at second and ten. But let's catch this penalty. Personal foul against Loyola only. I don't know about that. I, it, boys will be boys, and both boys were battling. I mean, come on, let them play. They're in the end zone finishing a play. There was nothing dirty about that. Mm-mm. That was Those were two kids finishing a play like they should. There's no need to call a flag. And if you're going to call a flag, by the way, call a flag both ways. Sure. Yeah, there was no pushing and shoving no. after the after the fact. They were just kind of driving each other the opposite direction into the end zone, 15 yards behind the play. It didn't look normal because you don't see it that often, but it doesn't mean it's a penalty necessarily. No. First down and 10 up to the 36-yard line of Clintondale here. They run on the first play with success. To midfield they are, still curving in midair at the 44-yard line. And finally walloped down to the turf is the dynamic runner, Markale Owens. Who else? Markale Owens. Looking like Jesse Owens out there. My goodness. 
There is a flag, and it's coming back. Ouch. And that is just a, you know, Clintondale's had three of those plays. This takes the breath out of you, and this is one of them. What a play by Owen. Single-handedly has been their offense, period. Got the campfire smell going on in the stadium here. There's a little bit of haze. As you see the... Uh, well, from that opener, they had, the, <laughs> they had the, you know, the U smoke coming out of the tunnel. I think Madison Heights is just clear now. A little bit of haze kind of over <laughs> the lights. Purple I, haze. Yes. You know what I found out on Halloween in Livonia? Yeah. It's the opportunity for all the neighbors to come out on the driveway and have bonfires going on. The neighborhood over for me, oh, wow. there was like six bonfires. It was oh, kind of cool. cool. Did you join in the fray? We did not, but right, we kind of walked. Or we, we had heard rumors, oh, this was going on, you know, from the kids going out trick-or-treating, and we took a walk, and, yeah, there were seven okay. bonfires going on around the neighborhood. It was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, we, uh, we did not have trick-or-treaters this year, zero. Didn't have a lot. I mean, we had a lot of lights on, but uh, not a lot of kids. I had to swallow all the candy up myself. Mm. Not never a bad thing, right? Not well for the waste, maybe. Trying to get yeah, <laughs> trying to get myself in playing shape like you, brother. <laughs> but that's that's no good for for that. What do we have here? What's going on? I don't know. The negative plays. Line of scrimmage keeps moving back. It's a first down and a mile all the way back to the 18-yard line here. What was that a 25-yard penalty? What did he do? My goodness. This has been a flag fest. First and 29, all the way back to the 18 as they scrimmage in between the hash marks here. Had a steam run up the left side here for Bercy Gordon. First time we've seen him on offense, gaining back that lost yardage in chunks, but it doesn't seem like he <laughs> did that much because they started 29 yards yeah. from the original line of scrimmage, or 19 from the original line of scrimmage. He's up to the 26. Second and a more manageable nearly 20 here. Well, you told us it's the first time we've seen Ja'Cory Bercy Gordon, the 5'8 sophomore running back, and, and, and it won't be the last time we see him. That's a good-looking runner there. Nice compliment, nice secondary back to Owens. Him and Takaro Henry, the two sophomores they brought up, have made their impact here tonight with a couple nice plays. Second down and 20. They scrimmage from the far half. Another Wildcat snap taken by... Eight this time, and Owens, and Owens trying to shimmy shake his way past the 25-yard line to no avail. Big bodies there for Loyola pushing him back. That's Marquise James who did. Another flag is down just outside the numbers on the 25. It's against the offense, a hold. And my goodness, it'll stay second down. Penalties galore on this possession here for Clintondale. Clock stopped at 4.23. The Bulldogs have a 12-0 lead here in the third quarter. Yeah, it's holding, and they're trying to find out if Loyola wants to take it or decline it. They're going to take it. <laughs> Why not? We've seen third and 39. We've seen, like, third and 45. Uh, why not make it another oddball number? I mean, this has been a – the penalties have been – this one further back to the 15. They started the previous play all the way at the 18. Hmm. How clean was the uh, game played last night between Catholic Central and Novi? There was some pre-snap stuff there, too, which was a, yeah. a little surprising. What was the crowd like? 
Not bad. I mean, I think probably half what full. it could be. Yeah, not, not, not quite half full. But uh, What did they do for tickets? I don't think they had any at the gate. I think they were all accounted yeah. for. There were a few students uh, okay. in the stands, which we've not seen much from Catholic Central this year, just given the situation. As yeah, they run a nice student section. A timeout is burned on the Clintonville sideline. They're trying to figure out what they'll dial up on second and 30. We'll answer that question when we get back with 410 to go in the third, 12 nothing Loyola on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Dennis Prager believes it's time to grow up. America's being torn down by the left, and you have lovely relatives who are going to vote for the Democrats. I sit in, in startled, almost awe at people's voting the end of their civilization because they don't like Trump. What a stupid, immature reason to vote Democrat. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 1 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. The Bulldogs lead. The defense facing a second down and 30 from the Clintonville 15-yard line. Here it's a spread formation. In the shotgun alone right now is Thetford. As trips to his right side, he looks to the left instead. That's nearly picked off. Paddled down just a couple yards in front of the line of scrimmage there by Marquez Henderson. And breathing a sigh of relief of the Dragons because who knows where he took that football if he catches it to the right. Yeah, Henderson was playing that, that Will linebacker spot, dropped right into his flat and had the ball. Read it right, just couldn't hang on. But third and forever now, or is this fourth down? Third, yep. They're still third down. And uh, Loyola trying to, yet again, get great field position. They've had good field position the last two drives. They'd love another great spot here. They motion out Bercy Gordon wide right as a wide receiver here. They do look to throw away from him opposite side of the field in front of the Clintondale bench. Did he catch that? He did, I think, on the far side. Kevin Gorney scaling the imaginary ladder there. 5'10", 165-pound junior with a tippy-toe to get in bounds right around the 25. Still brings up fourth and long, and they'll have to punt it away with 3.42 to go in the third. I tell you, Clintondale's had a, a few catches that have been impressive. One by their defensive back and one by the receiver to go up on the far sideline, come down with a foot, and make this a somewhat manageable fourth down. Fourth and 10 after it was fourth and 30. Kareem Harmon to punt it away here. Loyola is sending their deepest returner to the 45-yard line of the Dragons right now. Bulldogs lead at 12-0, 3-10 and ticking to go. Long snap awaited. It's going to hop step its way in, and they've got no chance to punt it away. Ouch. Wow. The Bulldogs flattening the punter back at the 10-yard line. That's 14 Wells and Harmon in mm. to make the play in the end, and the Bulldogs will take it on nearly a first and goal. They marked that, what, at the 14? 12, 12 okay. I think. Um, I'm guessing hard to see from here, but, uh, anyway, it's great field position 12. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, this is where you just run it in. Uh, if you're Loyola, you just 
you motor your way to the end zone and you get a quick exchange touchdown. 3-0-1 left to play still in this third quarter. Bulldogs awaiting a shotgun snap here. Two wide receivers left, one to the far side. Two backs for one of the first times tonight. Handoff right side. They get in the hands of Mirable, and he collects a touchdown. <laughs> one carry, one touchdown, and just like that, the Bulldogs are up three scores. Well, Marable's a guy that they we haven't called much of tonight, and we were wondering when we were going to see him. You said, hey, Chad, relax. He plays mainly defense now. And that's right. Up until now, he cashes in a touchdown. What a run. 12 yards off tackle. And this is a guy that they just throw. You know, look at the depth at running back. This is basically your, what, third, four-string running back. And, uh, my goodness, impressive touchdown run. They wanted to get him a few more carries as the playoffs commence to get that senior leadership in that spot. They really like him on defense. He's made a couple plays already here today as that extra point is no good and wide right so they missed every extra point so far here tonight but it's an 18 to nothing lead for the bulldogs alliance catholic credit union takes care of you and your money and once again as part of their sponsorship of the catholic high school league alliance catholic is offering 20,000 in scholarships to students attending a catholic league school in the 2021 and 22 academic year now in its fifth year the live it show it share it Scholarship Contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships with a grand prize of $6,000 for all the details. And to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. And we uh, look down here and... I'll be darned. Is that George Blaha on Looks the house? Looks like it, yes. Wow, with 2-55 and 55 to go in the third, we've got George Blaha here. Fine voice of the Detroit Pistons. Wow. Michigan State as well. How about that? That's pretty cool. MSU play a home game? They must have tonight. Um, I They did not. They didn't. Okay. But George may have called that from uh, the studio. Oh, true, yeah, yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. I know a lot of the broadcasters are doing that now. But, yeah, that's pretty neat. We'll have to dig in more. Maybe Alex Westfall could go grab him and get him to come up here and say hi. Maybe we could just say hi to him. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, 18 nothing is the football game here. And, and how about Loyola? They've come alive. It took to the middle of the second quarter, but, boy, they come alive. And we've seen it all. We've seen it all. We've seen the defense stand up. We've seen the offense get the passing game, and we've seen the run game with Marable. Kickoff dribbled short, so Clintondale going to take this football on the 49-yard line here as they line up. Two wide receivers left, one to the near side, and feeding back is Thetford here. He wants to air it out far side, jump ball, and Loyola looks like they came up with it, yes. Jason Hardy acting as the wide receiver there. He is certainly on the defensive side of things. Picks it off at the 32. And that is where the Bulldogs will take it back. Already up 18-0 with 2.43 left to go in the third. Easy to see why Jason Hardy is an all-Catholic wide receiver. And he, I think he's only had one crack at a catch, and he dropped it. 
That's redemption right there. A nice high point interception. Gives Loyola yet another turnover. I think that's their third force now tonight, Jeremy. So that turnover trains are chugging along for the Bulldogs. Twins aside for Kevin Rogers' offense here. Handoff to Mirabel. He had one carry and one touchdown the last time around. He whirls his way forward across the 40 up to the 41-yard line after the tackle that saved the first down on the defensive end. It's second and one. So this is, if you're Clintondale, this is a drive that you just can't allow a score. But Loyola feels humming right now. And the balance of the pass that's come with that run been a nice compliment. Two wide receivers, far side, one to the near, and Anthony Garrett wants to sell the run and just run it for himself. He runs left side, gains that first down across the 42-yard line, plus a yard or two. Mark just shy of, or actually, was that uh, eight? Braylon McDonald who took that snap? No, I think it was Garrett. Okay. I thought it was Garrett. I'm yeah. looking at eight on the other side. I'm sorry. That's yeah, no, Markel right. Owens who was hobbled. Yeah, and I think that's the first time we've seen Garrett run tonight. Yep. He's not a runner. That's not really what he does. And and that time, though, he's capable. I mean, he gets a first down in a broken play. We're not going to call many runs for him, though, right? I mean, not that we No, seen. I mean, uh, what Kevin Rogers said at the beginning of the year, more so week four, he said, hey, you know, we want to – continue to throw with them and maybe as the playoffs yeah. you know kind of submerge themselves we'll try to do that depending on the situation here's chris fraser on a run he's brought down for a two-yard loss behind the line at the 42 on the far side now remember it was a lot of marquise henderson last year he was 60 to 70 percent of the Wow. Offense. I mean, he was getting carries on handoffs. He was taking direct snaps. He was catching passes. And Garrett was in the mix, and he ran some as well. So he's not necessarily unused to gotcha. running. But, you know, they wanted to get him settled and make sure he was healthy heading down the stretch and in the playoffs and maybe get a different look with some of the runs as they go on. Second and 12, Garrett has a snap. That one's flopped off the hands of the DB, Antonio Johnson, and incomplete. Yeah, Johnson, one of their better guys in the secondary, and, and he had his eyes on an INT. But, again, a throw that just seemed predetermined and, and throwing to a predetermined spot. Loyola a couple times has got me nervous on that. <laughs> and as good as Garrett has been at times, he just throws things up that oh, you, you just you hold your breath. But he's a, he's a good-looking young man. I like this kid. 52 seconds left to play in the third quarter. Fades back in the shotgun snap here. Hits wow. Jason Hardy, who got by his defender at midfield. Another dashing move at the 30. He's going to go to the house to the right side. Hardy with a slithering run all the way down for 57 yards. Makes one of the plays of the night. Oh, yeah. Good call on that, Jeremy. That was a catch on the outside. Caught it. Came up the left hash and cut back at about the 25. Made a nice move. And good night. Boy, you see why an all-Catholic wide receiver, Jason Hardy, a big play guy, and he makes one here for about half of a field length and really a good night, lights out, put that nail in the coffin, touchdown. Shenard Foster looking to make his first extra point. He's had one blocked and just missed the last two. A little trouble with the hold here. It is up and good as the Bulldogs... Are able to notch that first extra point. 25 to 0 in favor 
of the home Loyola Bulldogs here today with under a minute to play in this third quarter. More after this on the Patriot. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surrounddetroit.com. Surrounddetroit.com. Connecting you with new customers. Chad back with you here from Bishop Foley High School. 25 to nothing is the score. It says Ventures on the scoreboard, and I made this mistake a couple times last time, but it is Bulldogs <laughs> with the lead. Bishop Foley's home stadium, they put up a bunch of points earlier as well. 35 to come from behind against a tough Detroit Central team here in Division 7. Loyola's had meaningful drives uh, their last five, and... and one didn't result in, a, in points, but it was a long 10-drive possession. Kevin Gorney takes this deep kick out from around the 5-yard line, able to advance it to the 25, and a late flag comes in after the play was nearly complete. Hmm. That was a crushing hit. I wonder if they're going to get a targeting uh, on the hit. Could be. I mean, it was in that area in terms of when the flag was thrown. It was emphatically thrown mm -hmm. from the back judge there. Personal foul. And it's against Clittendale. Wow. Okay. Huh. Boy, rubbing salt in the wound. My goodness. Hard to tell exactly how much time is on the clock because that digit, on, I think it's 30.8. Yeah. Just the digit is not exactly extending on the scoreboard. There's a little bit of a light out there. But digit problems. <laughs> 30.8. I've had those before. With 25 to 0 uh, being our score in favor of Loyola here. Well, they've had wins over Madison. Madison Heights Madison is just down the street, 22 to 6. And I'm speaking of Clintondale, the Dragons. Uh, they had a win over Hazel Park, team we're familiar with, 18-14. to 14. And then the win last week against University Liggett. That was a 45-14 win. So they've had, you know, uh, feel-good wins, especially their last one. And they played some high-scoring affairs. But they are shut out right now. They've been shut out just once this year, Jeremy. Uh, and that was against Marine City, a 38-0 loss. But no shame there losing to the Mariners. Clintondale huddling up just outside the 10-yard line. The line of scrimmage is at the 14 in between the hash marks here. That's Thetford out at quarterback. Two wide receivers to his left, one on the near side. Looks to throw a screen on the far side, and there's just nothing there as Loyola will take him down for about a three-yard loss. And Loyola's wins this year have been all but one game. The champion of the AA division in the Catholic League had wins against everybody in their division. Divine Child, Lakeshore, they beat Divine Child by four points in a close game. Beat Cranbrook by 13 points. They beat U of D by forfeit. And then beat Romulus in a game that you called. Yes, it was a big win in the end as that will end the third quarter. 25-0, the Loyola lead the fourth when we get back on the Patriots. 
The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Hugh Hewitt highlights some good things to come out of election 2020. We did great. There was no blue wave. The president, as far as I saw, has fought to a draw against every media outlet, big tech, all the Democrats, a massive money disadvantage, and COVID, and the attempt by everyone to blame him for everything, and the American people were were not putting up with it. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Now, let's return to the Mitten Mortgage broadcast booth for more CHSL football action. Second down and 12 for Clintondale as they take it from their own 8-yard line here. Receiving a a shotgun snap is Thetford after a, a clap of the hands. And before that, we have an offsides against Loyola, so that's going to move that line of scrimmage back in front of the original party and up to the 15 to make it a little bit more comfortable. Second and eight, so the lost yardage is mute. Really nice night for football here today. 70 degrees again here in Metro Detroit throughout the day. That sun was hot it was. at times it was go out for a walk or anything you know what i was going to go out, out for a walk with my wife and kid was going to play pickleball had all these dreams was going to rake some leaves was going to run a, a, a mini marathon and nothing happened seriously i sat and watched football all day i did have some family visiting which is <laughs> nice but uh wasted it inside i know Looking to throw, hit as he Uh-oh, throws. Aired out. one out down the middle of the field. He got his man at the 50-yard line in a foot race. Owens to the 10, all the way to the 5, and finally tumbled down by Jason Hardy. What a heave as he absolutely launched it up on the far side of the field. Good catch and a scamper along the far side. And two men chasing him down for Loyola after a 58-yard gain. Wow, how about it? Two explosive players, and getting behind was Owens, but how about the throw? Uh, Owens was waiting, 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 and then finally had to catch up, and and the defense for Loyola had caught up. I thought that thing was going to go. By far the most explosive play all night to give Clintondale, who's living on life support right now, just a little bit of hope. What a way to start the quarter. What's going on here? We We have a timeout? timeout, looks like it. Timeout with 11.47 to go. It's a 25-0 lead for the Bulldogs, but Clintondale trying to change that when we get back here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. 
want to share something with you from Carl Sagan. Here it is. Quote, one of the saddest lessons of history is this. If we've been bamboozled long enough, we tend to reject any evidence of the bamboozle. We're no longer interested in finding out the truth. The bamboozle has captured us. It's simply too painful to acknowledge, even to ourselves, that we've been taken. The John McCullough Show, weekday evenings at 6 on The Patriot. Nothing to lead for Loyola. Still a full quarter to play here in the fourth. And a goal situation for Clintondale for the first time here tonight. First down and goal as they scrimmage inside the Loyola 10-yard line here. And they're going to switch up the line pre-snap and draw another offside against Loyola. That's the second time we've seen that here today. There's four or five members on the line, including the quarterback who kind of spin around shift a little bit to the left making sure they stay on the right side of the line and it's the second time we've seen a penalty drawn due to the bulldogs yeah it's going to take it down to the four yard line too and um i'll tell you what clintondale's best chance to get in the end zone this is something they can't afford to waste number eight's probably going to have a hand in it wildcat snap to the right side it's in the hands Vicaria Jenkins, he is going to get a few yards forward progress, but a great job by that defensive front to push him back. Yeah, who do you think that was? Really hard to tell, even with these uh, binoculars. Hopping up a little late was Marquise Henderson. Possible he was the interior of that. They called it a gain of one. So second and goal now from the five-yard line. Yeah, uh, Big Harmon had a piece in that. <laughs> Big Harmon had a piece in that, too, over there. He, he's pulling guys up off the pile, directing. This kid's a leader. I see why he's going to Michigan State. So that was a, a question you thought I knew the answer to. Is that, is that what you were getting at there? Or? Kind of, yes. Okay, but but then I okay. could No, it's all right. But then I really – I didn't see him, so I'm thinking, oh, maybe, yeah, who knows. It's a it's a long ways away. It feels a little dark here too. Doesn't it it feel does a little eerie. It does. It feels a little Halloween eerie. spooky. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to see. Some smoke. I love it. Second down and goal. Another direct snap to the left side. This time it's Owens who takes it out of the Wildcat. He barrels his way nearly into the end zone. He's marked down just a yard shy of the goal line. It's yeah. a trucking motion to get him. Almost to the first touchdown for Clintondale. Marquise James, just a sophomore. He's been in on some plays down there. He, he's a violent player. I like it. I like him. He's making some people. Uh, he's running into some folks. I like that. He likes collisions. They're stingy now. Loyola's not going to let him in. I mean, without much. It's third and one. It's four down territory. And now Clintondale wants to get cute. Owens in the Wildcat. He takes a snap right side. He is barreled and flattened behind the line of scrimmage. Shimmying him down with that right elbow is Henderson. And that is going to drive him back to around the five-yard line. Yeah, it was Henderson, but it was Hayes also that came up and contained. And, and, and yeah, he got finished off. You're right, by Henderson. 
Good job by Henderson and Hayes. The H&H boys making a little magic deep in the shadows of their own end zone. So fourth and goal to go for it, down 25 nothing. They don't kick anyway. Nine minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter. They don't stink and kick. <laughs> Thetford, one of the quarterbacks, is out there under center or uh, in the shotgun, and that pass is incomplete in the right side of the end zone. Markale Owens, the intended targets. Hit as he threw was Thetford once again, and a great stop by the Bulldogs as they take it over on downs from their own five-yard line with nine minutes to go, and you'd expect them to try to mount this clock with the big lead. I'll tell you what, if you're Clintondale, you just can't live with yourself right now. I mean, that's tough. Standing up is the Loyola defense. Credit the Loyola defense. They had them down to the, what, the two-yard line? The, the one-yard line, yeah, I mean, it, this thing should have gone in, and, and Loyola stood up, made enough plays down there, a negative play by that defensive line forcing things, and they get a stop. Rush on the first play, going to gain a chunk of five yards. You're listening to the Catholic High School League football game of the week on WDTK Detroit. Jeremy out alongside Chad Bush to bring you the call here tonight. And another man down. This time it's a Dragon player. He is down at the 10-yard line with 8.45 to go and a 25 nothing lead for Loyola. We'll check the status of him when we get back. You're an FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Some movement here on the line once again. Jumping this time are the Dragons on the defensive side, and they were five yards away from a first down anyway with the Bulldogs, and this is going to give it to them on the penalty. The line of scrimmage marked up to the 16 with 8.24 left to go. 25 nothing Loyola. As the Bulldogs move left to right, trying to milk this clock at this point. Couple arm tackles as Braylon McDonald fights his way forward across the 20 and up to the 21 in the end. That's a gain of nearly eight on first down. I'm sure you're going to see a heavy dose of Brockman and McDonald and Wright and Mirable and any other guys that want to work in at the running back position to just try to coast their way into the district championship game there's a bully of a run again <laughs> up the gut by Braylon McDonald he took it in between the hash marks with some authority for a first down up to the 29 yeah McDonald's a bull I mean he's just gonna run over folks and and he's had some series now that he's looked the part 
Loyola's still moving pretty quickly. Here's Kamari Wright, who we haven't seen in a while. He works the edge on the right side, just in between the hash marks and the numbers. Gains two yards on the play. It's second and eight up to the 32. That haze continues as uh, somebody's got a bonfire going somewhere. <laughs> you, you can smell it out. out in the air, yeah. Yeah, why don't we uh, take a look? Going to grill some hot dogs on that maybe? Some wieners, some marshmallows. Let's do it all. Two wideouts right, one to the far side. He's got the snap, fades back, little crossing route for Marquez Henderson. Or check that, Chenard Foster is incomplete. Stops the clock at 6.50. It's third and eight. Uh, it's been a long time since Loyola's uh, punted, and I don't think they have any plans of doing it here, but they're in their longest challenge since the first half in a third and long here. Now, if we do go to this uh, grill-out, cookout thing, we need Alex Westfall. Maybe yes. Double B Brian Bolesky would want to join and bring some of his offerings. Rolling out right is Garrett. He's going to run it for the second time here today, trying to scoot himself inbounds, crosses the 30 up to the 32-yard line, calling a gain of one. That's fourth and a short six to go with the clock stopped at 650 and they'll punt it away you'd think yeah why not that unit will come in sure you got to punt it hey good stop by the clintondale defense they made a nice defensive series and they're going to force a punt so that's always nice so we'll see if clintondale can't try to get something going in the return game So they'll punt it away left to right. Clintondale has come close a couple times. Punting away at the 20-yard line here. This one floats and takes a high hop at the 40. Returnable as it hopped well for Bercy Gordon as he tries to work the far side of the field, but so did half the Loyola Bulldogs mm. as well as they punished him out of bounds at around the 40-yard line of play with 6.35 to go. 25 nothing Loyola. And Clintondale just looking for one last score on this shortened season, which it has been. And now a late flag thrown, and now another flag. And mm. This thing's getting a little bit sloppy. But Loyola's been the best team, and they've proven it, Jeremy. And it's been an impressive uh, since about that early second quarter, mid-second quarter. They've just dominated. So they're discussing where this football is going to be marked here. The winner of this game, likely Loyola, is going to take on Bishop Foley next week. Will it be Friday? Will it be Saturday? The rumbling said possibly Saturday, but uh, you'll have to check MHSA.com and I'm sure the Twitters of those respective schools to confirm on Monday or Tuesday. We are unconfirmed in terms of where we are headed, but uh, we'll take a look and see who wants to accommodate us in this uh, interesting time. It's not always a shoe in to say, hey, we're going here. It's just uh, right. <laughs> it's a matter of who can, you know, Put us where? Have to be a little bit more spaced out than normal, all those things. We gotta find out who's a good dance partner. Right. You know, we gotta see. Do we step right? Do we do we all are we <laughs> properly aligned? Do we have a good rhythm? I don't have any of those things. Well, sorry. yeah, you do though. You got good rhythm. It may not be have in your you feet. Seen it? No, no, but you got <laughs> rhythm. 
You got rhythm in your voice and your cadence. You got things. You could just sit in a chair. People can, you know, Claire can spin you around in a chair. That might like be the top. <laughs> Should have suggested that. Second and ten, firing it over the left side, looking over the top. That time for Dakaria Jenkins. He's been an impact player here today, but uh, he doesn't quite have the height, and even if he did at 5'9", 170, that would have been a tough ball to catch. It's third and ten. I've liked some of the balls that I've seen come out of the arm of the, the quarterbacks, both tonight and Robinson and, and Thedford. That last ball deserved to be caught. Not that last, I'm sorry, the second to last play. But I've seen some things out of Clintondale tonight that says, you know what, this is a program indeed. Uh, three wins this year, but they've got a program that's been built 16 years now in the head coach, Dave Schindler. They've done a nice job. And uh, a respectable performance tonight, but Loyola's just been too good. 627 still left to play in the fourth. They are really good. 25 to nothing the lead, fading up another pass. It's going to range five yards shy of the intended target that time. He was looking for Markale Owens. It's fourth and ten, so next week you're going to see a couple Catholic League versus Catholic League matchups. That's fun. Bishop Foley, Loyola, and then Everest and Shrine. They did not play in the regular season. Right, we did not. uh, Loyola and Loyola, uh, correct, yeah. Right. Everest and Shrine did, and that was a big win for Everest at that point. I believe 41 to 8 or something like that. That's right. Fourth down and 10. Looks like they might go for it here. Scrimmaging from the. Loyola 45, they move right to left here in the fourth quarter of action. Huddling up at the 45-yard line for maybe one of the last times in some of these guys' careers. But a lot of these guys are young. They like what the future looks like for this Clintondale team, and they fought with Loyola Mm -hmm. toe-to-toe for a good quarter and a half, you'd say. I'd say. I'd say first quarter was no score, evenly matched. Thedford has it, rolls back to pass, but rolling right on him that time as the defensive front once again. Here for Loyola, that's Braylon McDonald who comes and smacks him down for a loss of six, and that's going to be another turnover on downs at midfield with 6-16, remaining in a 25-0 lead for these Bulldogs. One way to handicap it, Madison Heights-Madison played Foley twice. The first matchup, 34-2, they smoked Madison, did Foley. But the Ventures the next week played them, and it was tight, 27-24. Madison Heights-Madison played Clintondale, mm-hmm. the team we're seeing here today. And I believe Clintondale won that ball game. I believe they beat Madison. So... There's some, if you're handicapping that, let me look that up. I have it right here. They did play Madison Heights Madison, and Clintondale beat them 22-6. Trips right here for Garrett. He's going to look for Carrion Davis on a sideline route at the 35-yard line. Leaps up in the air along with his coverage made Bercy Gordon, the young sophomore here on the near side. And that's through his hands incomplete for a second down and 10 now. The other game you could handicap it is that University Liggett, mm-hmm. but they didn't play. University Liggett had to forfeit their game against Foley. It was a 2 nothing Foley win on forfeit. So uh, we know that Clintondale 
or I'm sorry, yeah, Clintondale played them and beat them handily. Jake Brockman, left side run here for the Bulldogs. Bullies across the 45, still on his feet across the 40-yard line and powering his way forward for close to first down yardage. And that secondary spot at around the 39-yard line in the far hash is going to give it to him as those chains move left to right. Guy that runs so well between the tackles and didn't play football last year. And, and you wouldn't know that by watching Jake Brockman, this explosive running back. He's had a nice night. Certainly a welcome addition to this team. Him, McDonald, right, have battled for that number one spot at running back, and each of them have had their days wow. throughout the year. And stretching out for a big-time run down the right side. Is that Frazier? It is. Frazier, 26, powers his way for a first down and much more as he's finally walloped down inside the 15 to the 14-yard line. I mean, they just have a wealth of running backs. They just keep spitting out at Loyola. Here's Frazier for the second straight play. This time he was sniffed out by Kareem Harmon and two other Dragons to drive him back for a two-yard loss. They're back to the 15 now. It's Actually, they're not. They're going to say they're going to move the line of scrimmage right where it was. It's no gain second and 10. They gave him a little bit of... Welcoming forward progress there. Garrett still out there in the shotgun. Throws left side looking for that left pylon. It's incomplete. Looking for Foster again. He's already got a touchdown catch here tonight. It's third and ten. It's hard to imagine another Division 17 in the state of Michigan having that much talent at the running back position. I mean, it can't even be close. Yeah, I mean, they go four deep there. they got some talented four, wide receivers. Five, six. Yeah, for sure. And r wide receivers, they go four, five deep. So. Well, and Roger Martin, a guy who they like, he was the second leading yardage in terms of receptions as well. He's out here wow. today. They kind of held him out. They were going to see how this game went, and if they needed to play okay. him, they would. But if they didn't, they were going to try to keep him out another week. He's been injured since two days prior to the Catholic Central game. Okay. Well, that's even more impressive. Now this this Loyola team. Tighten up the turnovers. They're, they're going to be hard to beat. Pre-snap penalty against the Dragons. Puts it at a third down and five. And tumbling his way into the center of the end zone is Malik Mirable for his second touchdown here today. Flag down maybe for a... A little bit of excessive celebration there. 31-0 lead for Loyola. 4-32 left to go in this game here tonight. If you look at the rankings right now in Division 7, as far as points go, Loyola is number one. New Lothrop, two. Hemlock, Ithaca, Charlevoix. Riverview Gabriel Richard, who I think lost last night, did they not? They did, yep, to Lumen Christie. So, what do we have there on the penalty? Okay, that's answered. It's another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. Foster has had some trouble with extra points. He did make his last. What holds for this one? It missed, but... There's another flag down before that one came off, and it's against 
the defense here on special teams. Kawama Westphalia, another program that's going to be reckoned with in Division 7. That's a team that uh, the Bulldogs are used to facing in big games. Is that right? Yeah, they lost to them in the D7 state championship game in 16-28-14 and also lost to them in the semifinals 30 to nothing in 15. So it's a team they're certainly uh, used to. The extra point is blocked. 4-32 separating us from the end of this game. The Bulldogs with a big-time lead, 31-0 here on the Patriots. Your business needs leads and sales. There are potential customers online right now looking for what you do. Will they find you or your competitor? You need Salem Surround. The marketing team here at Salem Surround is ready to help your business now. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your marketing plan and see how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surrounddetroit.com. Surrounddetroit.com. Connecting you with new customers. to nothing in favor of the home Loyola Bulldogs here today in this district semifinal game between them and the Clintondale Dragons. 4.30 left to play in the ball game. This kickoff is going to come from the 25-yard line here for the Bulldogs because of the penalty, the personal foul after the touchdown was scored. So Henderson to Kick this one off here. The lone man deepest is Dakaria Jenkins. They send four in a little diamond formation five yards apart. Whatever way you look at it. Now they're moving up a little bit. Jenkins is going to scoot to the 24 as they have a little trouble keeping that football on the tee here. Well, four and a half left. If you're Loyola, you want to make sure that you've you know, if you have control of this game, you want to get out without any injuries. I mean, really, that's the deal. Short kick, fielded on the line drive at the 45-yard line, taken up with a head of steam by Alante Griffin, and he ran into a brick wall to put it least there at the 35-yard line. That was Jeff Hayes who said hello. Purple Hayes. Jeff Purple Hayes. We've seen some vicious hits. That was a shoulder shimmy little pop. What was that again? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's late. It's Saturday night. There aren't many high school games in the country that start on a Saturday night. We're happy to be a part of one of them. It's been fun. Kudos to Catholic Central on our Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. The soccer team won another Division One state championship here today. Kudos to them. All right. Went over Traverse City West. Sure Aaron Babbitts is going bonkers somewhere. Mm -hmm. Good for them. First down Ooh. and 10 from the Loyola 38-yard line. And drag completely behind the line of scrimmage is the bulk here. Jenkins Maribel shot his way to the backfield and delivered a 7-yard loss to the 45. Negative plays. I mean, Loyola has forced Clintondale into at least seven or eight negative plays and just the penetration explosiveness of this front seven by the 
Bulldogs has been fun to watch tonight. They've really turned it up. The defense has been overshadowed, I think, tonight by some of the electric offensive plays, but they've got some playmakers up there, not just number 66 now, who's headed to Spartanland. Second down and long here. Quick handoff. That's Markeel Owens who bullies his way to the 35 on the other side of the field here. Kind of lowered the shoulder at the end of that play to gain as much as he could. Powers him past the original line of the scrimmage, plus two. It's third and eight. Owens well over 100 total yards here tonight. I believe he's closing in on more, more like a buck 70. Had that big 78-yard reception. And came in just 43 carries for 299 yards and eight touchdowns, 26 Is receiving right? yards as well. That's so, it? Mm -hmm. Wow, I'm surprised at that. Thedford fading one out. That pass is incomplete, intended over the top for Kevin Gorney as he faded towards the first down marker. It's fourth and eight now. Loyola trying to keep this shut out. Some of the reserves have checked out of the lineup. So will you play pickleball tomorrow? So yes. We'll another nice day tomorrow. 9.30. You want to play? <laughs> Come on over. Where at? Well, you want to get, want me to give you the address <laughs> over the air? That's fine. Um, Do you have a court in your backyard? Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's clay as well. You want to come over? Oh, yes. I'm in I'll bring my racket. I'm in Birmingham. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, yeah, I, we got a game going on. You'd be a wonderful third mix and some hot Are we talking doubles action. or singles here? Singles. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't play none of this old man <laughs> two, uh, doubles. I'm, I'm, I'm old. I'm not dead. Direct Yet. snap to... Percy Gordon, he's going <laughs> to turn the edge on the right side and gain a first down past the 30 and out of bounds at the 25. You want to bring Westfall, you two want to come, <laughs> you want to match up, or Westfall can bring somebody. You want? I, I got another guy I'm playing with. I'd love for you to come and be a part of the Are team. Are they good? Is the other guy good? He's good. He beats me usually. Not Does he? that you have to be good to do that because I'm a rookie in pickleball my sure. first year. But okay. Yeah, I, I'd love to team up or go against you or both. I've only played once, so that was just kind of learning what it was all about, how the scoring works. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's interesting. You don't want to get in the kitchen, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. get in the kitchen, you get point negated. <laughs> it's fun. We, can, we should call pickleball sometime. Yeah, that'd be cool. Rush up the right side again for Clintondale. That's Owens who carries it, 217 to go. Here in the fourth, 31 nothing, Loyola. This Clintondale team has had a couple opportunities to drive towards the Loyola end zone. They got real close to the one-yard line, and in the end that were they were pushed back a few yards and yeah, turned and it over on downs. They got to the one-yard line, and then negative, negative, negative plays. Um, Loyola firmed up, but right now they're in no hurry with a rolling clock at a buck 45 left. To, to get this play uh, going. Second and eight from the far hash. Here they come right to left on the field. Hand off in the interior. Another easy tackle made near the ground by Marquez Henderson after no gain on the play. It's third and eight. Yeah, hard net that time. Slipped. Get some experience. He's just a freshman. He's getting his ears wet. Time now to name our student connection player of the game. Uniquely designed for success, any subject, any grade, anywhere. What do you think, Chad? 
Uh, player of the game, there's a few you could choose, but I don't know. I, I really liked I liked the fact that Marable got in the end zone twice tonight. Um, but but the run that I saw, the runner that I liked tonight the most, I think. Oh man, this is tough. I don't even want to answer this. This is a tough one. I'll, can you get back to me? I like Jay Brockman. That's my player of the game. Mitchell brought down behind the line of scrimmage here at the 35-yard line. The snaps winding down on this Clintondale season. They maybe have one or two plays left, depending on how quickly they go. This is going to be a fourth and 14, so they'll have to complete a first down to at least have one more play. Huddling up on the 40-yard line with 23 seconds left. Harmon is another guy you could say could sure. have been player of the game. Disruptor, uh, for sure. Jason Hardy had some big plays. I like Braylon McDonald a lot running the ball. A lot of choices. Kamari Wright was fabulous at times. And it looks like Clintondale will not run another play. The Bulldogs are moving on to the district finals. 31 to nothing is your final score in this one. Alliance Catholic Credit Union takes care of you and your money. And once again, as part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 2021-22 academic year. Now it's in its fifth year. It's the Live It, Show It, Share It Scholarship Contest, providing families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students will be awarded scholarships with a grand prize of $6,000. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. 31-0 your final score in this one. The Loyola Bulldogs will take on the Bishop Foley Ventures right here on this field next year or next year, next week <laughs> for the district championship. More on that when we get back here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Stay tuned for the post-game show next on The Patriot. Mike Gallagher reacts to the 2020 election. The prediction that Democrats were going to sweep across America with a big blue tsunami last night. Guess what? It didn't happen. Democrats, never Trumpers, progressives, they're all mortified. They don't know what went wrong. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Back alongside Chad Bush to bring you the call here tonight. 31-0, to the final score in this game in favor of the 
Loyola, the Bulldogs. Looks like they're lining up for a victory sprint here. What's going on on the right side of the end zone? I believe this is some tradition they have started here under Kevin Rogers in his first year. They're just going to do some light sprinting back and forth. Um, I'm not sure, but, hey, whatever he's doing, it's working. They're 7-1 and one now. Loyola advances. They're one of the top threats to take the Division Seven crown. They're out of the prize Catholic League right here, the Detroit Catholic League, which we represent on these airwaves. They wiped out the, their opponent tonight, 31-0. They, they, they looked better than the rest. Uh, they threw it not as well as advertised. I wasn't impressed as much early on. But when they, boy, when they did connect and they got their guys in space and the timing right, you could see that this is something that they're, they're still building that offense. So mm-hmm. you've been a run-oriented team all these years. My goodness, I can understand why the pass is going to take some time. Um, but high expectations with all the talent. I think their run uh, game was, was amazing, and, and they've got more options than, you know, the 85 Giants. I mean, <laughs> it's a really impressive run game that they have established. Their line we didn't talk about enough, but, boy, their offensive line was impressive too. Um, Loyola defensively did things. They gave up a couple plays, maybe a couple penalties, but they were outstanding, and they're led by a real tough front seven. I mean, there's no reason they shouldn't take this thing. I tell you what, they're the favorite against Foley. All due respect to the locals here at Foley, uh, this Loyola team could be a touchdown or two favorite going into that game next week. Well, and you, you look at them in Division Seven. You look at Everest Collegiate in Division Eight. That's an Everest team that's, that's right. always been competitive and mm-hmm. been right around those regional games. But this year, the big thing—they have 28 guys, and that's yeah. a lot yeah, for an Everest do. team who's usually rolling out 18 to 20 and doing just fine. 28's a lot. You're right, and also 39's a good number for Loyola. They have 39 kids in their program this year on the varsity, so that's sure. impressive. Um, but, yeah, Division 7, Division 8, how cool would that be if the Catholic League can take it home, whether it's Foley, uh, whether it's these guys in Loyola. But certainly uh, we're excited about the 7 and 8 divisions in the Catholic League and many, many more. Alliance Catholic Credit Union takes care of you and your money. And once again, as a part of their sponsorship of the Catholic High School League, Alliance Catholic is offering $20,000 in scholarships to students attending a Catholic League school in the 21-22 academic year. Now it's in its fifth year. The Live It, Show It, Share It Scholarship Contest provides families with a great opportunity to help support their investment in a Catholic education. Ten students, yes, ten students will be awarded scholarships with a grand prize of $6,000 to one lucky student. For all the details and to apply, visit AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. 31-0 the final score in this game in favor of the Loyola Bulldogs. More post-game when we get back. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Hey, Warrior fans, this is Sean Belegian cordially inviting you to join us back on the highway right here on your home for the Warriors FM 1015, AM 1400, The Patriot. Every Saturday until December 19th, we get in the time machine and we head back to 2011 and look back on that magical season right here, 1 o'clock on Saturdays on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week postgame show continues next. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. 
Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. The final score in this one is Loyola defeats Pittendale at their home field of Bishop Foley High School here tonight. It's been like that all season long. They've kind of floated around between Hazel Park, UAD, and Bishop Foley over the last few years, and they will take on the Ventures on whose home field. You'd think it's more so the Ventures, but, uh, you know, what's home field advantage these days? You know, we were talking about the locker room earlier, but they don't go to the locker room, remember, because of COVID-19, so that, that doesn't really matter. So is there a home field advantage I don't know. I mean, great question. From the the mindset so. of maybe the little travel that Loyola has to do, that's about it. But uh, they're used to it. That's right. It's the Ventures' home field, and it's going to be a matchup of both teams. We saw the Ventures play both uh, tight competition against Madison Heights. Madison, two games. The one game was tight. The other one was a blowout. So we don't know. I really don't know. But I do know that Loyola is for real. Uh, haven't seen Bishop fully, but here they are. Certainly a respectable opponent. And, and, and this is going to be a field where only the ventures that's written across the field <laughs> is what would tell you that this is a, uh, a home field advantage for them. But this, again, was a scoreless game after the first quarter. I look back in the scoring. Wait a minute. We didn't have any scoring in the first. Mm-hmm. In the second, it was a 6 nothing game until Loyola forced that punt. Right. In which they came back and scored in the final, what, 25 seconds to make it a 12 nothing game at half. But really, it was the third quarter that uh, Loyola pulled away and, and took control of this game and dominated a 31-0 finish. Stay tuned to at CHSL on WDTK on Twitter as well as PatriotDetroit.com to see where we will be heading next week. We have no idea, but we're sure it'll be a good game somewhere. For Alex Westfall, Brian Blasky, and my broadcast partner here tonight, Chad Bush, I'm Jeremy Otto. We will see you in the district finals next week. Have a great rest of your weekend, everybody. You've been listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Follow us on Twitter for updates and upcoming games at CHSL on WDTK. Stay tuned to FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Lots of channels. Nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel. Straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525.